What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey everybody, welcome to Modern Day Debate. Tonight we are going to be debating whether veganism is morally uh, obligatory. Uh, so to start us out, we have uh, Anna and Brian for their uh, introductory uh, statements there. So uh, Anna and Brian, the floor is all yours. Thank you so much to James for inviting us and Ryan for moderating and to Godless Girl and Paul. Uh, thank you for engaging with us in this debate about veganism. We're very happy to be here today to speak on behalf of the animals debating the morality of animal exploitation. We are aiming to be brief in our opening statement, but we want to clarify the term veganism as we found that often people do not understand what veganism is. People think it's like a diet or a political statement or that it's like something you try uh, for health purposes or something you do once a week on Mondays. Uh, it's none of those things. Veganism is an ethical lifestyle that seeks to exclude animal exploitation as far as what is possible and practicable. It's simply the belief that animal use for food and clothing and entertainment and cosmetics testing uh, or any other needless purpose is wrong. Yeah, it's, it's merely an extension of the way we feel about other humans. Yes, but also the way we feel about cats, dogs, dolphins, bald eagles, pandas. Um, so as humans, we arbitrarily decide which animals are cute and worthy of rights and protection and which animals are food and forcibly bred into existence, mutilated, confined, and ultimately killed as babies for stuff we don't need on account of the kind of bodies they are born into. Um, now, morality is admittedly a difficult thing to define, but it entails two linked ideas. And that's number one, that there exists such a thing as right and wrong. And number two, that we should do what's right and should not do what's wrong. Yeah, and so the debate proposition was presented to us as, is veganism morally obligatory or uh, is someone falling short ethically by eating animals? Now, of course, the phrasing here leaves a lot of room uh, for interpretation. And what we're arguing for is consistency. So if the debate proposition was, is non-murder morally obligatory or is non-theft morally obligatory? We venture to guess nearly everyone would say yes, including ourselves. Clearly, acts like murder and theft are wrong. Uh, we could then lay out a variety of fringe scenarios where someone is forced into a harrowing choice between killing or being killed, or perhaps like a devastating uh, example of someone who is destitute with no way of affording food, and so they steal bread to eat. That doesn't debunk the morality of theft and murder, uh, nor does it justify every day just willy-nilly theft and willy-nilly murder, simply because we can imagine extraordinary circumstances where it might be justified. Yeah, and the same goes for animal exploitation. Across the globe, we can find examples where animal death and animal exploitation is completely impracticable to avoid. This doesn't justify eating factory farmed animal products from fast food restaurants or 
buying animal products at a grocery store where plant-based alternatives are just as available and just as affordable in many cases. Um, it's not unreasonable to say that animal products are needless for human health. Factually, they are, which means we choose to eat them. And it also means we choose to enslave, exploit, mutilate, sexually abuse, and murder animals needlessly just for temporary taste pleasure. Yeah. I mean, basically, veganism is way more simple and basic than many non-vegans make it out to be. We basically think, you know how we treat cats and dogs and dolphins and bald eagles? We should just treat all animals that way as a baseline. Um, if you believe that kicking a dog for 15 minutes of fun is wrong, then clearly breeding a pig into existence and cutting off his testicles and his tail with no anesthesia and confining him for six months and then killing him as a baby just because you'd like 15 minutes of taste pleasure, that's also wrong. So just as we have a moral obligation to not needlessly exploit and kill our fellow humans or the majority of sentient beings on the planet, we also have a moral obligation to not needlessly exploit and kill the handful of species we've arbitrarily decided are undeserving of even a base level of moral consideration. I'll just get my uh, sound back on here. There was a police car driving by just as you finished up there, so I had everything turned down. Uh, so thank you so much, Anna and uh, Brian, for your opening statements there. Uh, we're going to kick it over to the other side. I just want to remind everybody in the live chat, we're doing a Q&A at the end of this conversation. So get your questions in there uh, for uh, about is vegan moral, uh, veganism morally obligatory? And uh, I will let you know that all the Super Chats will be uh, going to uh, Worldwide Orphans. I had to look at that. I was like, where is this going in? Worldwide Orphans, and that's 100% of it. So this is uh, considered a charity stream. Uh, and the reason we do that is uh, just to remind everybody that even if we don't agree about these things, I think we should all agree that uh, donating to a charity like Worldwide Orphans is a, is a good, honorable cause. So uh, no debate to be had there. And we're going to kick it over to the other side. Uh, who would like to start? Godless, you can go. You can go okay. ahead. Uh, it's all yours. Uh, I just had a comment about something Brian said about fringe examples, like with fringe examples and hypotheticals, which I know they don't like to engage with, are one of the things that they can do is show that you don't actually have a principled stance against something. And if you're supposed to be defending the claim that veganism is morally obligatory, you if you uh, were to acknowledge a fringe example or refuse to engage with a fringe example, then you'd have to recant your position to generally speaking, veganism is morally obligatory. Um, but I know Paul, I think Paul wants to have more of a discussion, but, and that's fine. Oh, did they drop out? Congratulations. We did it. I'll wait because they can't hear me. We don't have to spend like we don't have to spend the whole time on my argument. We can like maybe start with that and then move on to a, a more of a discussion. Yeah, we'll give them a second here and see if they kick back in, and then they can uh, kind of address you directly once they uh, once they come back. Oh, come back! <laughs> this has been happening a few times, but uh, it, it seems like uh, there was the other night there, Kyle. Uh, his computer shut off. I think Malachi had a lightning storm going on. Uh, you know, these things happen. So uh, we'll just hold that thought for now. The devil. And here we go. Are you guys back? Can you hear me? 
it's uh it is storming here in dallas so i don't know where uh you're coming in clear on my zoom side everything's good on my end it just seemed like they had a crash there so we'll just give them a minute to get their stuff reconnected and then we'll carry on everybody so sorry for the delay uh just once again remind everybody uh, you know hit that like button share this out this is a great opportunity share this link out to uh you know the spaces where you like to have your contentious conversations uh you know if you got a if you got a fan who's always trying to show you that liver king video you know maybe this will be his jam so uh let's uh about that <laughs> we disappeared so it's something oh, okay can you guys hear me yeah, yes. yeah. Now we're... Okay. Um, so it's actually my position that nothing is morally obligatory. If you're going to claim that something is, it's, you're like committing the is ought fallacy. You can't get an ought from an is. And that's what a moral claim is. is we ought do X. We ought not eat animals. Um, so I think the entire thing is just the foundation is just an error. It's built upon the, the foundation is just an error in reasoning. Um, I think that moral claims are pretty much just people's preference. And just because you prefer something such as animals not suffering doesn't mean that they somebody ought to do it. I mean, we can just take animals off the table and just like look at people. Uh, like why ought I not, if I don't, are you guys moral objectivists or subjectivists for one thing? Are we going into open conversation or is, are we still oh, on I was just, I mean, I, I'm still kind of on my opening statement. I just, for clarifying reasons, I was asking that. Maybe never mind. No. Um, but I mean, if they were to, I think they'd have a really hard time showing up for a, like an objective reason for like wanting to maximize well-being and, and minimize suffering. And, and if it's sub, if it's subjective, then why should I care what your preferences are? Why shouldn't I just go with my own? Yeah. All right. And with that, uh, thank you for that. And we're going to kick it over to uh, P.F. Jung uh, for his up to uh, six minute opening there. So the floor is all yours. Yes. Well, I'll just for everyone watching, uh, Godless Girl and I have just met. And uh, as a someone who would call themselves maybe not Christian, but Christian adjacent, um, I don't think I'm going to take the same argument track that Godless Girl will take. So hopefully that will be interesting. Um, I am not a vegan. And, and I was saying this um off camera i am not a vegan and i think that i'm justified in not being a vegan but i'm not 100 percent sure i believe there are some uh i do think there are some errors in the reasoning that i would like to ask about um but i am yeah i'm gonna approach this from asking questions as someone who is you know I, like i think it's absolutely morally obligatory to be against factory farming for example and I do think there should be laws and systemic action taken to address that. And I think at an individual level, if you have the means and you're at the grocery store, you should probably buy the eggs that are you know, free range or less mass produced in factory farms. So I'm certainly on that um, boat, but I definitely believe that humans are fundamentally different from most other animals. Um, Brian and Anna, I think you mentioned that we draw an arbitrary distinction between what animals are cute and whatnot and when we're eating or what, which animals we can eat. And I think I would be curious to explore where you draw the line when it comes to, for example, insects or rats. You know, we kill rats and, and uh, other vermin, as they're called. And I don't think that, I, I don't know what your position is on um, whether that's 
morally wrong? And if it's not, then where do we draw the line exactly? So those are some questions that initially come to mind. Um, I am more than open to um, being convinced. Admittedly, I love steak and uh, I just made some steak, um, not tacos, um, quesadillas. And uh, they're really good. So there is obviously a part of me that's going to resist this, but I am open to hearing some opposing arguments for sure. I'd just like the audience to know my uh, my partner didn't really come with any uh, arguments. He just like came to like, I'm trying to convince me. So I'm really standing against them, these two alone, but that's fine. I can well, see. the way that I think the best way to argue with someone is to just honestly articulate why you disagree with them. And... You we'll see how that, that goes. Well, I'm not trying to convince the audience per se. I'm trying to genuinely understand for my own benefit. And and by the way, well, if you're a Christian, then you should, what's moral is just what God commands. And God certainly doesn't command veganism. Jesus ate fish. Well, Christian adjacent. All right. This is a three-way debate already. Let's okay, do it. Right. Okay. No, no, say, no, that's before, good. before we get down into a, a third rabbit hole and then we get a whole three-way debate. See, we're not <laughs> afraid, guys. We're not afraid of all those taboo things like uh, three-way debates, you know? We get real crazy up in here. Now, uh, so what's going to happen here is we're going to kick it into an open discussion. Uh, one thing we can all agree on is whether they're vegan or whether you put meat in them, quesadillas. All right. Uh, let's kick it an open discussion. Anna and Brian, now we'll uh, let you kick it off. Thanks for being here, guys. And thank you, Godless Girl and uh, PF Jung, for those opening statements. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, can, I, can I start with the – because I – the question I think that might be relevant is how you said um, we decide on arbitrary lines in which animals we decide are cute and which ones are pets and which ones are vermin or something like that. How do you, what is the rationale slash reasoning behind where you draw the line between? Is it okay to kill a rat, but not okay to kill a cow? And uh, Typically, I mean, what we think, and I think what you'll hear many vegans say is that the reason why, like we look at the, why is it wrong to kill humans? Um, I think that most people would agree, and we would argue that because humans have sentience, we have a subjective experience of life and each human being is unique. We each have our own unique experience of what this thing is called life. And we have feelings, we have thoughts, we have emotions. We want to be treated well. We don't want others to treat us with harm. And Really, when you look at other sentient animals, which I don't know if you're familiar with the Cambridge Declaration on Consciousness, but all mammals, all birds, um, and many other species like octopus have the same substrates in their neural system to generate consciousness or sentience. So dogs are sentient, pigs are sentient, cows are sentient, chickens are sentient, rats are mammals. So yes, they are sentient as well. So we don't want to cause harm to a being that can experience harm. The reason why we don't have a problem eating corn or potatoes or whatever, because plants don't have brains, they don't have central nervous systems, they don't have emotions, they don't experience life subjectively. They're biological, they're alive. They're smart. Yeah, they have intelligence. You know, they, they, when the sun interacts with them, like they respond to stimuli. Mm-hmm, but so does your iPhone. It doesn't seem like consciousness can be that your position can be in virtue of consciousness though, because you would have a problem with somebody eating like a free free range egg, right? No chicken is just a pet chicken. No chicken is harmed. What? But I can't eat that. The egg isn't conscious. So that can't be your reason. It's more so where the egg came from. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, How does that matter? 
Well, when it comes to that's one of the misconceptions about vegetarianism, for example, is that mm. you're not harming chickens by um, funding the egg industry. But in fact, uh, all chickens who are bred for egg laying are eventually also killed for meat. So just a pet chicken. Oh, like a backyard hen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a common, that's also a common though. Like what about if I have a backyard hen and I treat her well and uh, I eat her eggs? Um, so the way we've had, as you may know, we've had hens before. And um, the way sanctuaries uh, deal with eggs is they feed them back to the chickens. It is actually in the bet in the chicken's best interest. But why can't I eat? Them? Why would you have a problem with me eating the egg from my backyard chicken if the egg well, isn't conscious? The hens that we've bred today, um, they are genetically modified to lay over 300 eggs per year, as opposed to your average jungle fowl, which is about 20 to 30. A backyard chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backyard chickens. I mean, they're they're the same chickens that you would get. You know, most of them are purchased. Yeah. And then so, so do you, do you get like, do you, sorry, Say I rescue a chicken from a factory farm and put it in my backyard and it lays an egg. I can't eat the egg. Right. So again, if you refer back to our opening statement, most people who have backyard hens buy them from breeders. And whenever you buy from a breeder, you are supporting an industry that breeds chickens into existence. And then when they are babies, they are sexed. They are separated into male and female. The males are killed because they'll never lay eggs. The females are sent to the stores to be purchased. Now, if you oh, rescued a, a chicken from a factory farm, brought her home and she lays eggs and you want to eat those eggs, that's less of a moral concern in our opinion, but that doesn't really address the problem because most people globally don't eat eggs that way. So again, it's a fringe example where we could find a, we could find a path in there to maybe make it you know more moral or less. You, moral. You're, you don't think it's morally obligatory in all cases, just generally speaking, you do. That's what our opening statement was all about. It was that like. But I'll also add that's not the topic of the debate. You agreed to that. What? The topic of this debate is is veganism morally obligatory you're supposed to be arguing the affirmative and you're not saying well no there's cases where it's not morally obligatory in the same way where there's cases where theft and murder aren't you know necessarily wrong yeah. if you're forced into a situation where you have no other option but to do them and also let me add that when you consume a, a chicken egg um you are in fact, that chicken goes through bodily processes to lay that egg that are very taxing on her body, but especially the ones that have been bred to overlay. Um, so you're depleting them, you know, they're depleting their bodies of nutrients that they could effectively replenish by reconsuming the egg. In fact, it's a natural behavior for chickens to consume unfertilized eggs. It's so such I think, a problem. I think that if you're not acknowledging that more vegan there's cases where more veganism is not morally obligatory then you're conceding that you've lost the debate because that's the topic of the debate yeah uh, no, sorry I, you can take to, a turn paul if you want we try no, to I, well, go ahead go ahead guys when we discuss veganism with non-vegans we like to talk about the real world and what happens in the real world now we can always find as we said in our opening statement we can always construct or find fringe examples where things might be different. Most people don't right, have- So the answer to the question, is more, veganism morally obligatory? The answer is sometimes. 
not yes. And you're supposed to be arguing for yes. Well, let's let's try to get PF back in here. Sorry, well, so what 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 I was gonna say, I I understand uh, Godless's critique, and I share it to some degree. Where my I guess my question is, is veganism morally ob obligatory? Again, I'm in the perspective that animal abuse is a moral wrong because I do agree that animals have some degree of consciousness or sentience or whatever you want to call it. There's definitely a spectrum where like humans are at, you know, conscious, then there's like chimpanzees, then there's dogs, and then there's rats. And then somewhere in between rats and insects, it seems to go away. The fact that we can't pinpoint where I think makes it difficult. And that might be an interesting area to talk about, but I mean, would you guys be okay? Cause I agree. Factory farming is the true evil here. I don't think it's veganism. I don't think, I don't think there is some moral ethical foundation on which there is no scenario where a human can kill an animal. Like, for example, if it was, and I'd ask you this, if it was the case that you had um, a cultural change in society, which is certainly, I'm sure that's what you guys are advocating for. So hopefully that's a realistic possibility where we got to a point where um, there was a lot of consumer demand for ethically sourced eggs, chicken, steak, all that, where cows are not put in giant, you know, brutalizing factories and slaughterhouses, but they are raised on open grass pastures. And then at the very end of their life, they get the, you know, Javier Bardem thing straight to the head, completely painless. Is that, is that okay? Is it okay to eat meat? If it's, if from the beginning to end, it's mm. not abusing animals because you're, you seem to be arguing for welfareism. Uh, which is, uh, you know, a, a great point you bring up, um, because I think we think that, you know, to treat an animal well, if, if you value treating an animal well, that to me says that you value uh, the welfare of the animal, you know, you care about the animal, you want them to ha lead a happy life, a healthy life, uh, to not be um, constrained or exploited which you know in the end that's what leads to, you know the killing is ex exploitation uh whether it's painless or not uh it, we are still using their bodies for our own benefit um and so you know a lot of people think that just because you're the killing is sudden and painless and the animal doesn't know any better uh that then it's okay but where do you draw the line between you know, now you're taking, you're removing that animal's right to, to life, to continue their life. Um, most animals are killed when they're babies. You know, cows can live up to 25, 26 years. Uh, they're killed when they're four in the industry. Yeah. And definitely anytime you guys are citing the genuine, disgusting animal abuse, like I'm, I'm going to agree with you, but I do think, and Godless, I think made this point of I, don't, I wouldn't call this a fringe exception because I would argue this is sort of what would be a good thing to advocate for. Like, I do think it's hard for me to get on board with. There's no scenario where it's okay to kill an animal for meat, but it's very easy for me. And I would say most people to get on board with, we should treat them as well as reasonably we can. But my question is, do you, because like I view human life as more valuable intrinsically it's worth greater moral consideration than a cow. Now, the reasons for that, admittedly, um, 
gets we we get into moral metaphysics of like you know to what degree are our moral assumptions that we share like murder is wrong if we really explore those at the you know the bottom does that pan into some religious debate about you know is life intrinsically valuable is it not um but like i take it for granted and i don't know if anyone disagrees maybe godless girl but i like i do value human life over animal life i take that i take that for granted do you guys take that for granted or do you think it's it's all like one human and one cow they're both sentient yeah i would say the, the i would say word is yeah. needless you know when it is it do we need to yeah. kill animals to survive it's kind if, of a false if, 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 i think say. uh to try to build on top of what paul is saying like your your position is so arbitrary because you make exceptions for practical purposes anyway like if you drive your car on a summer night you're going to be killing hundreds of intersects right but you're doing that and you're okay with me doing that for practical purposes yeah simply by being alive i am going to kill countless insects i might and actually you're doing it needlessly. i might needlessly. hit you don't have to drive a car yeah, yeah I, I think i think so that's so that's an appeal to futility right so if basically that would whittle all the way down to well i don't need to drive a car i don't need to have a job i don't need to live in a house i don't need to eat i don't need to exist i could I, you know i i could just not exist and then i could cause zero harm right but, but isn't that an argument because i thought the standard that you guys applied was needless you said needless killing right and you just pointed out why needless isn't really a like practically it makes sense well, and to, there's, there's intention yeah. in it like when we just because we can't be perfect doesn't mean we shouldn't try to do the best that we can. That is why Agreed. the definition of veganism includes the as far as is possible and practicable. So if mm -hmm. you know that something is causing suffering and you can do something about it, then why not? You know, mm -hmm. and, and that actually, you know, you just not drive at night. Yes. That's what I'm saying. We could, we could, completely remove any and all frivolous activity from human existence but it's just an argument for it's a it's an appeal to futility you're just yeah let me let me ask to cause to try to cause zero harm so we might as well not try which yeah, i i agree the, the yeah right right just because we can't attain an ideal does not mean that we shouldn't strive towards that ideal that's yeah that would be self-defeating but do you but do you, so you said needless and and this so here's my question so you just acknowledge needless, you can kind of drill down to like, well, do we even need to drive? Do we even need to have a job? Do we even need to live? So at some point in what constitutes needless, there's some element of like subjectivity or at least, you know, assumptions that we're coming into this conversation. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, and, and I, I'm, I am appealing to the majority, so to speak, or appealing to just my, what I would call common sense or, you know, an intuition or whatever. It seems to me that if we can get to a point where most, if not all, of our meat uh, products, eggs, dairy, all of that is produced in a, I think you said, wealth, uh, a pro-welfare type of way where the animal does not experience relatively any suffering up until perhaps the very last moment. Mm -hmm. Like, I would argue that that's about as good as it can get. And I would, que and my question for B, my question for you would be, why am why is my definition of needless not sufficient for you? Because I would say, again, humans are above animals, and you know, like to 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 have a cow raise its whole life and you know chomp on green grass, it's like that's better than a lot of you know. I mean, I 
make the joke, but like it is, there's plenty of humans who have miserable lives. And so to have a animal have a relatively peaceful life and then only have it ended in the last moment for the sake of human consumption, which is what produces the desire to produce the healthy life for that animal, then I don't see how that's a bad thing. And to argue against that makes it, I think it is trying to get to the ideal of like, well, we should get to a point where no animals are killed whatsoever. And it's kind of like, well, again, humans are above animals. And unless you believe otherwise, I'm not sure how you can say my definition of needless is worse than yours. What do you mean? So just can you expand on humans are above animals? Yeah, meaning like, um, I think it, and I, I think these philosophical uh, hypotheticals have their issues, but like, if I had, if I could only save a human or any other animal, mm -hmm. it's very hard for me to come up with a scenario where it, it would be okay to save the animal and not the human. Well, other than, other than, well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Other than like the human should be killed, whether or not I can save the animal at all, but that's independent of having the choice. You know what I'm saying? Like human life. Yeah. And this is one of those things where it's like, and this maybe gets into the moral metaphysics of part of why I assume that humans are above animals is because I am like you sympathetic. Well, I am human. That certainly plays into it. I would be lying if that was not in my calculus, but like, you know, and I'm, I'm, Let's like try there's to, an element, uh, let's try to there's an element of moral, yeah, there's an element of moral foundations that we can open up, but I think it's complicated. Yeah, I was going to say, let's uh, get Anna in here and then hand it over to Godless because uh, it, uh, it would be good to get some of uh, Godless's. Uh, my heart, yeah, my argument there. hasn't been addressed. Yeah, if you want to take a moment there, Godless, uh, we'll hand the floor to you to uh, restate your argument and uh, let you let you go uh, down that path there, okay? Let's yeah, I'm not sure if you guys understand the objection, but I'm just I'm just saying nothing is morally obligatory because it just boils down to people's preferences. You have a preference to not harm animals and preferences are neither true or false. You can't get it. It's a fallacy. It's a, you're committing an error in reasoning. Um, yes. Right. So your, your opinion, Here, let's let Godless finish up there. Okay. Sorry, were you finished, Godless? I'm just saying it's you're committing an error in reasoning. You're trying to get an ought from an is. You know, like, so, sorry. Um, so is it your opinion then murder is not wrong because it's just a preference? Oh, she might be distracted temporarily. Oh, yeah, let's give her a second here. Oh, you're on mute, God. Sorry, I was talking to somebody. Yeah, so, so, I was saying, so your opinion is that murder is not wrong because it's just a it's it's just someone's opinion that murder is wrong. Right. Nothing. Nothing is wrong. Like, what? What do you mean by wrong? We have to unpack the words. Um, so like you, morally you wrong. Are right or wrong acts is what I'm saying. A murderer. Did they cut out or did I? They, they cut, cut out. out again. Yeah. Well, I definitely take the opposite perspective of Godless on this one because I, I, I am a moral objectivist, um, or I don't think anyone can be anything other than a moral objectivist. So if, if Brian and Anna don't come back, there might be some interesting discussion there, but. They ran away. Oh, I think they'll be back. Here, I'm gonna, I'm going to just remove them there. Don't report. All right. Well, we are gonna give it a few minutes, everybody, uh, for uh, 
uh, for uh, Brian and Anna to come back. Let me just fix up the screens here in the meantime. There we go. We don't look so messed up now. Just going to remind everybody that all the Super Chats tonight are going to Worldwide Orphans. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Anna and Brian will be back in just a moment here. Uh, they had a little hiccup there earlier when we first started. So um, just a reminder to everybody, there's 240. 234 of you guys watching. I mean, it's changing all the time. And we have 49 likes. So take a moment, smash that yeah, like button. Yeah, and subscribe to my channel. <laughs> it's in the, the link is in the description. Check out all of these guys. They're all in the description. And uh, yeah, we're going to give, uh, we'll give uh, well, I was, a moment there. I was, I was going to maybe pursue it a little bit while they come back. But so Godless, do you think there, can any, can any moral statement be made in your worldview like can something be said to be right or wrong at all oh that's a really complicated question but i think that um the closest you're going to get to doing that is is with a god i agree that's why i'm, I'm christian not, adjacent I'm not a christian. i know but, i'm not a christian either but i'm increasingly uh, adjacent to them because it's I, that's exactly what i believe which is like well there's basically no way to say anything is right or wrong at the bottom unless you agree to some non-rational faith claim like humans are intrinsically valuable there's still going to be a problem with that though because what object what objective means is it's true independent of what any minds think and subjective is it's dependent on a mind so if you if you believe that god is a mind then it would in in its uh in virtue of god's beliefs that this thing is moral or not moral then that wouldn't be objective by definition right well that's where it gets squirrely of like okay I think the, they ran the, away from me. Maybe. That's certainly a possibility. Um, the difference between objective and subjective. I think that is a, um, that language is useful. But if we limit ourselves to objective and subjective, then we run into problems. You know, like, like for example, I cannot say objectively that you are conscious or you or anyone else are conscious. Right. Right. So then the implication being what exactly that, because I cannot rationally come to the conclusion that you're conscious. Therefore, is it reasonable no, that, for me to say that you're not you, conscious? It's not, that doesn't follow. You said two oh, different so. things you, just because you can't um, like prove it because consciousness is subjective. doesn't mean that you can't rationally. Right. I have to make a faith claim. I have to, just kind of take a leap of faith that you're conscious. Right? Uh, that's a very, that's a very complicated question. Well, how, I mean, just, I'm curious, how would you go about untangling it? Cause I, I don't see any way out of that. Like if, if you're, if I believe you're conscious, which I do, I'll admit so you that don't think you're, you're justified in believing that. Um, I don't know all of the philosophy terms, justified true belief and all that. I have trouble some understanding some of that, but I don't think so. I think by definition, if I were to say, you or anyone other than me is conscious. There's no way to do that without appealing to faith. Yeah, that, that actually is my position, but the, the modern day debate audience is kind of too dumb for me to lay out the reasons. So that would be like a more complex philosophical conversation. I'm, I wouldn't want to get into that here. But yeah, I don't know if you're- Maybe, I mean- You know what a P-zombie is? A P-zombie is somebody who yeah, is not conscious, zombie. but has all the same- reactions like if you poke them with a pin they're gonna yeah, say ah, just yeah. like a normal person but they they're not conscious and so there's no observation you can make that's i'm not a p zombie right so but then okay but here's the the implication of that 
Like, you don't act like that. Like, you, do you believe that I'm a pee zombie? No, but I also don't think I'm... It's just because of an intuition that I believe you're conscious, you know? Okay. Hey, guys. Sorry, I, I, I know you guys are having a fun chat. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what I'll have to do right quick is I'm just going to uh, put us back to the intro screen, and I'm going to have to resend the link for the Zoom here. These guys are trying to rejoin, but because totally of the cool. fail re-entry, uh, we'll have to just create a new link. So, everybody, we're going to be right back in about two minutes everybody reorganized there awesome did the audience not hear my uh not just not just now thing? so uh yeah if you want to restate that and we'll get right back into it sorry everybody for the uh i don't know the if they hear there. the appeal to majority things so i'll say it fast um when he said oh but the majority of people agree that murder is wrong that's irrelevant that's a that's another error in reasoning it's appealing to majority the majority of people used to claim that the, used to believe the earth was flat that doesn't mean the earth is flat it's an error in reasoning um but what I'm what I want to know is, look, I understand you don't like animal suffering, but you're making a stronger claim than, than that. Right. You're claiming that because you don't like it, I ought not eat meat. But how do you get from your preferences to what I ought do? Well, we're arguing consistency. Yeah, we're arguing for consistency in the same. Yeah, what what is inconsistent? Because if you believe that dogs should be treated with care and be, you know, kept as companion animals and given free healthcare and free food for their entire lives and surgeries to save their life and be given a peaceful end euthanasia to their life. And we treat them I with don't, such I don't think that I don't think that moral claim is true. Look, let's just take animals out of it. Let's just take a person, right? If I'm in the in a warehouse with a person, this is a hypothetical. And I think that person looks good to eat and I don't think I'm gonna get caught if I kill them and eat them, then I might kill them and eat them. Now you guys don't like that, but- Are you sure this is a hypothetical? Just kidding. You like guys don't like that, but what what can you say that you're making a stronger claim than you just don't like it, right? Right, and I would say that's the reductio in your position. You are you are okay with murder and cannibalism. We are not. Yes, yeah, me neither. Okay for the record, I am not. Right. I am the also not is, okay with murder or cannibalism. But the thing is that you're claiming that even though I am, say I was okay with it, even though I'm okay with it, I still. Should, okay. Why should I care? Because you prefer I don't. I shouldn't. Yes, if I if I have the preference to eat that person, why shouldn't I eat them? Because they are sentient and they have. So what? Why should? We wait, how, wait, how, Godless. How do you resolve that issue? Like, if you do want to eat someone and just cannibalize them, why why is it wrong in your mind? I don't think anything is right or wrong. Like now, now when we're talking about, um, you don't think anything is right or wrong for pragmatic purposes. Like I say, oh, that's right or wrong in like everyday language. But when we're actually having a debate and we're breaking down, what do these words mean? No, I don't think that you can get an off from an is. What is what is the difference between the way that you live your life and what you say in debates? Difference? Yeah, like are do, are you are you saying things that you genuinely believe, or are you saying things that you believe differently in your real no, life? No, it's it's my real position that you can't get an off from an is. Okay, so what is your what is your real reason for why you think it's wrong to let's say steal money from someone? Because like I don't if. If I look, if I have the preference to not steal, then I'm not going to steal. It's a preference. All moral claims just boil down to people's preferences. What but else if you, to? but if your preference changed and you decided you wanted to steal money from someone, it would that would be okay with you? If somebody, I think that people should like should do what they want to do. But what if they? But what if they? What if they want to do that to you? What if you're the person that? They want to eat and kill. You don't think you're you're yeah, not saying it's that's more on to my preference. I don't like it. That doesn't make the, it wrong. Like, what okay. if the majority yeah. of people thought we should, um, you know, what? eat sentient like babies? Does that make it what? Like, 
again, like we've reached the reductio in your position. You don't think anything is right or wrong, so people can just do whatever they want, however they feel at any given time. No, that doesn't that doesn't follow because look, society has rules and laws and there's consequences, right? We stop people but from like murdering other people. We deter them from doing that by having laws. But those are all arbitrary. All of those laws. It doesn't follow that anybody can do what they want because we have. Murder is illegal, but do you think it's wrong? I don't think anything is morally right or wrong. Okay. Yeah. I I, mean the reductive. Like now you're just doing another fallacy, which is appealing to consequence. Let's assume, even though it's not the case, because like society has laws and stuff, let's assume that my position led to, oh, yeah, everybody can do anything they want, right? Let's assume that. You're, and you're saying, therefore, my position is wrong and you've demonstrated a reductio ad absurdum. No, sir, you just committed your third fallacy of the day. You just appealed to consequences. You said, look at the consequences of your position. Therefore, your position is wrong. That's a fallacy. You committed. This is your third error in reasoning, sir. OK, well, and I'll just say this and, the, and then, you know, we can take a different line of argumentation or whatever. I, I it's very difficult if me make if me saying it is wrong to murder and cannibalize another human being ultimately is a logical fallacy. I'm okay with that. Like, I, I think like, again, I'm not trying to convince anyone else. I'm just trying to say what I believe to be true. But if other people in, if people watching this debate think, Oh, well, technically it's a logical fallacy that cannibalizing and eating other people is wrong. Therefore, you know, maybe it's not wrong. Whoever I don't, a that's what I'm saying. I don't think anyone thinks like that. So the fact that you pointed out it's a fallacy is is like what okay? That's like a that's like that a rhetorical a thing. I never said that was a fallacy. That that murder is not morally and objectively wrong. You said that that's a fallacy because it appeals to some. I said. Reference. That you said all more all moral things. We, look, if they're saying we ought not um, make animals suffer because we don't like it, that is a fallacy. They don't like it either. Yeah, but that's but yeah. you just, but the, and so the you're trying to get a, a, derive an ought from an is. Yeah, but you're taking a very logic, purely like computerized logic that I, I think yeah, detached. that's what debates are. Not really. Debates are two people who have different perspectives, genuinely exchanging why they disagree. So if that's just gonna... a discussion. That's a discussion. This so is again, a debate. We try to talk. Look, I'm about... asking for the argument. How I've given my that? argument. What is your argument? All you all you've said tonight is I don't like it. I don't like it. Do you have anything other than I don't like it? And all you've said is you have no preference as to whether murder is right or wrong. That's not all I said. I gave an argument and I laid out three fallacies and you didn't really have a response to any of the three fallacies. You committed the appeal to majority, the is ought fallacy and the appeal to consequences are the appeal. And you haven't you guys haven't um, pointed out a single fallacy that I've committed. And you asserted that it was a reductio ad absurdum. But when you did that, you were guilty of the appeal to consequence fallacy. As we stated in our opening statement. We are trying to talk about veganism in a real world scenario. What happens in the real world? Whether or not we talk about your preference for, for cannibalism or murder or what have you, the way the world works is that 80 billion plus land animals are slaughtered every year needlessly for food that we don't need. And for the same reasons, why it's wrong to kill your fellow human or kill your dog or kill your cat. It is wrong to kill a chicken or a pig or a cow. We are sentient beings. We experience a, We have a subjective experience of life. We feel pain, we feel joy. It is wrong to take that from someone. And if yes, you all you've said, that's all you had is assertions on that. You haven't given an argument for that. 
sorry, and to because I wanted to make sure to touch on on Paul's that ties into what you said what you were asking Paul is we don't we don't believe it is we believe it is wrong to kill an animal that doesn't want to die. No animal consents to die. So we don't take we're taking that right from them. Yeah, I know that's okay. Well, hold on. This might be an interesting. We might oh, be able I'll to. I'll let Paul jump in because I've done a lot of talking. So well, but and this discussion. Godless, I think your logic applied at least to some level. I think goes into this. Our dovetails into this argument. So, Anna, you said um, animals do not consent to dying. So it's wrong even if we raise them in a welfare situation yes. to to end their life because that would be needless. Still, even if we raise them well, ending their life would still be needless by some measure, right? Correct. Okay, so not to when we have an alternatives, then yes. Okay, so is it wrong to kill, um, like rats, for example, when I could maybe do an alternative form of pest control? Like, I don't know. I don't know much about alternative forms of pest control. I've only ever killed rats. Well, you know, just to give you an example, our, our neighbor, mm -hmm. just two weeks ago, we found a mouse in a mouse trap that our neighbor probably set up. Um, he was in our garage. Uh, both his hind legs were mutilated, but the mouse was still alive, very much alive. And, um, you know, there, there are many things wrong with that. If, if there is a pest problem, we have created that problem. There, uh, there are messes that we've created. There's trash that we need to pick up. Uh, there's holes that we need to seal in our house. You know, there, we, that was, that's a bandaid on the problem and you're causing this little creature immense suffering uh, to not even resolve the problem all, at all. You know, so if there is an alternative- if there's a more ethical way of handling a problem, why not engage with it? it and I agree with that, you know, I'd like, I mean, I uh, I I still am admittedly a fan of Jordan Peterson. I just don't go around saying it anymore. But he had one. He, he brings up one point about how rats wrestle and how rats like engage in very like sophisticated play behavior and very you know. Very yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I'm not pro. Let's kill all the rats. But there, but like again, this goes back to the question of needless. Where it's like, well, we do know that vermin, and this is just a technical term, vermin or the legal term, I guess, because you're allowed to kill vermin, whereas you're not allowed to kill other animals. Um, vermin are carry disease at higher rates than other animals, which is why they're labeled as vermin. So wouldn't it be, wouldn't that justify the killing of them? Well, we have, we could remove what's attracting them in the first place, which is probably our own mess. You know, there's also humane traps. I mean, there's, oh, there's places you can just, Oh, we're good still? Okay. Um, yes, there's humane traps. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, countless, you know, ways to essential handle... Essential oils. I mean, yeah, there's something. so many alternative ways that actually address the source of the problem because if you just keep putting out mouse traps... And, yeah, and it, Yeah, and you're attracting the mice by putting food in the mouse traps in the first place, so that doesn't even make sense to me. Um, you're not even... You know, if you remove what they're attracted to. If you put your food in Tupperware or seal your containers or seal whatever entrances you have in your home, then they're going to look for somewhere else to go because they don't have a means to survive anymore. 
And and again, I would also add in like if there were some sort of like mind-blowingly devastating rat infestation that needed to be addressed, I don't understand how like handling a rat infestation translates to, oh, it's okay for me to just go to McDonald's every day and eat factory farmed meat. It's not, it, it, one doesn't really justify the other. Well, I'm sure you guys can see, uh, yeah, we had oh. another little drop out there. Uh, uh, I just have a suggestion. I am a friend with Ask Yourself. Uh, he's a vegan YouTuber and he has some very sophisticated arguments for veganism. One of them is called Name the Trait. Maybe you guys should check that out. So that you next time you come with an argument. Oh, we're familiar. We're familiar with naming trigger. What? Oh, what? sorry, everybody. Uh, so JF just messaged the power went out uh, where he's at, but he said it flickered back on. So he's going to be a few minutes, uh, and then he'll, we'll get. Yeah, I have to, to switch it, devices but... soon. But are we going to the Q and A soon? Uh, we will just because we've had a few dropouts just because of various weather, and uh, I'm not sure what's going on uh, uh, up where you are uh, on Brian. Oh, it's raining hard there too as well. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Well, sorry everybody in the live chat. I know that we've been uh, piecing this together a little bit as we go. Uh, so uh, we'll keep this conversation rolling between Godless uh, and uh, Anna and Brian while we wait for uh, JF to get reconnected. Uh, so um, yeah, we'll probably get moving into the Q&A if JF gets back in good time, probably in about 20, 15 to 20 minutes, depending on how long you guys want to go. Um, just because we haven't had as much time to get into what we wanted to potentially. So, um, so maybe this will clarify things a little. So say you're playing a chess game. There's a chess game, right? You can say, I think what you guys are trying to say is if you don't want, if you want to maximize well-being and minimize suffering, then you, in order to do that, you need to be vegan, right? Just like if you're playing a chess game, then you could say, oh, you know, uh, this X move, if you want to win the game, X move is better than this other move. That's fine. That's not what I'm objecting to. I'm not objecting to you guys saying if in order to maximize well-being and minimize suffering, we ought not eat animals. That's that's a descriptive claim. So that's not what I'm taking a problem with. I'm taking a problem with people who are coming along in the first place and saying we ought play chess. You guys are saying I ought go by your I ought play chess. I ought go by your values. Yeah, I think I've heard that example from either Matt Dillahunty or Cosmic Skeptic as well. Uh, but the truth is, like, we are, we are. Well, I hate Matt. I think Matt Dillahunty is a moron. Okay, Sorry, well, go ahead. We are playing chess, is my point. We are living on a planet. We are living with each other. We do need to find a way to have a, a society and treat each other well, because that leads to us being treated well. And so... Because I don't want to be harmed, I'm sentient. I don't want to be harmed. No, not everybody is playing chess. Not everybody is seeking to maximize well-being and minimize suffering. I do sometimes. I certainly do in all do not all in all cases. Yeah, I, I, I guess that would just come down to just a fundamental disagreement, like between us. If if you genuinely don't think that murder is wrong, right. like, you just decide that murder is right and it's right. We just have a fundamental disagreement there. Yeah. So do you have I, an argument that I ought to play chess? That's why I kept saying, like, that's the reductio in your position. You're okay with murder and cannibalism. We are not. How is that a reductio? Because that has. I'm not okay with that, but I just don't think that. Down to its fundamental level of you don't believe in right or wrong. So what? Well, we're arguing about what's right and wrong, <laughs> and you don't believe. Yeah. In what's right. the argument? All I've heard from you guys is you don't like it. 
you don't like animal suffering? Do you have anything other than your, your preference? We have as a society, you know, and, and I'm aware that morals change over time. Um, but as a society, it benefits us to have some semblance, some, some idea of right or wrong. Hence, there are, you know, and not saying that all laws are right or wrong. Um, but if we're talking about, you know, in the trying to stay on the topic of, of veganism and animals, uh, and you said you agreed with this, if there is an alternative, to, to, to make, if there is the opportunity to make a choice that not, that causes less suffering and leads to, um, you know, respecting an animal's right to life, then why not? Why not? I, I don't know if I understand your question. I think we're talking past each other, but look, do you, do you understand that I'm not disagreeing with if, if someone seeks to maximize well-being and, and minimize suffering, then they shouldn't eat animals. That's not what I'm objecting to. Well, you're saying that your idea of right and wrong is not, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, most of society does operate on some set of rules and norms. Yeah, most of society eats animals too, so what? Yeah, and that's what we're trying to right. do. And at one point, most of society owned slaves. And so things can be normal and still be wrong. Yeah, but, but just because most of it... Nothing is right or wrong. It's just a preference. It's just whatever people, whatever people decide. If I want to enslave someone, that's fine, because that's my choice. Well, no, because I could have the preference that you're not enslaved. That doesn't mean that I'm okay with it. I'm well, just which, saying... What if I want to enslave you? Which preference gets priority? It depends on who, if, if it's you doing it, then you, and you can do it, you have the ability to do it and you want to do it, then from your perspective, then you ought enslave them. What, what, why does your perspective, uh, why is your perspective uh, not matter? Why does my perspective not matter? Because I'm not the one that's enslaving, he's the one that. So you, but, but you're, you're not okay with it, right? There's a conflict there. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's wrong. Of course it means it's wrong because you don't want it to happen to you. No, does it mean, look, you if you want to, does it mean that it's wrong that you don't? Is, is it? We have to take into account both, you know, the, 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 the oppressed, the, the, the side of the oppressed. You know, that's, we have to take that into account. Yeah. Why, why ought, no, the, the, why, why, I don't think you guys understand the objection. Why ought I maximize well-being? Why ought, well, if I don't want to maximizing well-being, it's about avoiding exploitation of other sentient beings. Yeah. If I don't want to do that, then why should I care what you want? Again, and then we come back to, well, if I want to enslave you, what are you going to do about it? Why shouldn't I? Yeah, there would be nothing I could do about it if you had the power to do that. So am I right in doing that? You're, I don't think you're not. You're neither right or wrong. So, so you have no, you don't. I don't think preferences are true or false. I don't think preferences are a proposition. It's like saying um, the color orange is, it's true that the color orange is, is ugly. I don't think that that's just somebody expressing a preference. I don't think it's actually a true or false proposition that the color orange is, that the color orange is, is, is ugly. Even if everybody thought the color orange was ugly, that doesn't make it true. No one loses in that scenario. You can think that the color orange is, is I can think that the color orange is awesome. <laughs> Do you but, understand what I just said? 
yes, it's I neither true or false that the color orange is ugly. There are no victims in that scenario. Who's the victim? Look, I, you're missing the, I, I'm using that because we're talking about preferences. Yeah, but that is a yeah. preference. So do you think preferences are true or false? The, there is no victim in that preference. When, if, if we're talking about- so only preferences that, what's the argument that only preferences that contain victims are propositions and the, all the other preferences are not non-propositional? What's the argument for that? I feel like we've said it multiple times, like it, the reason why we care about the well-being of sentient beings is because they are sentient. So if you are sentient, you have the ability to experience pain and joy and you like, you have the ability to subjectively experience. So sentience should be protected and regarded because that's best for everyone as a whole. If, if we have these inconsistent, like if, if we just have these, whatever person's preference is, whatever person's preference and nothing is right or wrong, that would just have horrific outcomes for society. Just like horrible outcomes. If it was just like, well, he thinks murder's right, he thinks murder's wrong, she thinks theft is right, it, it would just be wild. Like, how could we, how could we, how could we operate this way? So- I mean, our society is operating with, with the majority of people eating animals. Right, just like we at one point were operating with the majority of societies enslaving other human beings, but that didn't make it right. But whether or not it's operating is irrelevant because that would be the art from the is. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think you guys do. Um, can, can we like make, make maybe Paul talk a little bit and then we go to Q&A? I have to switch devices. Yeah, if you need to switch your devices, uh, now might be a okay, good I'll time. And then when you get back, we'll go to Q&A. And we'll let Paul kind of uh, expound a little bit on uh, where he might have been going with uh, his ideas there. Uh, Paul, if you can hear us, uh, I know you're working on your camera. but Yeah, can uh, you hear me? We can hear you, yes. Well, uh, for what it's worth, if anyone wants to check the weather radar over Dallas right now, um, I think it is the second coming of Jesus. And I don't know if the storm sh short-circuited my camera or something, but... Uh, it is not working. Um, I have been focused on that, so I, I'm I'm not all 100 percent caught up. Yeah, now we have with... technical issues as well twice now. Yeah. So where where did it get left off with God? Did God just disconnect too? Uh, she's switching devices. This one's an uh, yeah. This one's more of a yeah. You know, an organized uh, leaving, where the other <laughs> ones have uh, kind of crept up on us. But uh, yeah, no. Sorry to hear that you had the drop out there, and you're having the technical issues. Uh, as well there on Brian. Uh, so we're going to keep it going. Um, so uh, Godless Girl just kind of got to uh, have, you know, that entire time to have a back and forth kind of focus time. So we're, we're waiting for her to reconnect. Uh -oh. We'll you have the floor there, Paul, to kind of have that focus back and forth. Sure. Well, I would like to get this GD camera working, but that might not be in the... Uh... The realm of possibility and now i hear the hail dropping down so um if this is my final uh um stage i i at least did it for charity so yes that is a good uh, reminder um, to the live chat that everything uh that is getting donated in the super chats is going to worldwide orphans so uh get your super chats in there and uh uh with that we will uh hand it back over yeah, to you, Paul. I, actually uh ryan I need to move my car because the hail is coming out a lot right now. So if uh, Anna and Brian want to answer some super chats for a little bit, I'll try and be back in a sec.
Okay. Yeah, we're having All right. some. Be right back. Uh, Some emergency situations, guys. It happens. Uh, Welcome to modern day debate. You never know what's going to happen. But the weather has been really uh, giving us uh, some trouble here. I mean, we had all these wildfires up here in Nova Scotia, uh, which was no fun at all. Are you in Canada? I am, yes. Uh, Yeah, we're familiar with the... uh, the Familiar with the wildfire situations being in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm on Nova Scotia, so we don't get a whole lot of it. But this year we did uh, and it sucked. And uh, now Paul says it's the second coming. Uh, so, uh, you know, just a warning to all the uh, all the ladies out there who uh, who may be looking at uh, Jesus in their uh, in their DMs. Twice. Yeah, it always happens twice. Uh, no. <laughs> my one inappropriate joke of the evening right i can't just say it i can't just say it or else uh, no i'm kidding um i'll let everybody piece that together so uh yeah the second coming of christ is happening over at paul's we're gonna wait uh yeah and uh maybe we'll ask yeah we can ask a few super chats i see a few that are directly related debate with you ryan if you'd prefer Uh, I don't have a stake in this right now. Just uh, <laughs> don't, don't try to pull me into all this controversy yeah. right. now. I've been I've been good to keep myself uh, out of hot water. I just play guitar, uh, you know. I'm just I just moderate. I'm I'm doing all right. No, uh, I got a few super chats here that are uh, related to uh, uh, well are directed towards you. Keep having the super chats come sure. in, guys. We will get back into a bit of an open format, but for now we'll move into a few of those questions. Uh, until everybody gets back and reconnected. So Ozion Talks, uh, thanks for your super chat for $5. says, if we kill humans for food, we go to prison. Are you advocating for sending someone to prison for killing a cow? If not, it's not the same standard. Yeah, that's a good point. People bring that up a lot. Like, should killing animals be illegal in the same way that killing humans should be illegal? Um, I think our general thought on that is laws are we good yeah, yeah. Okay. can you guys hear me okay. Okay. So, okay sorry about that uh someone asked in the yeah. in the super chat if um killing if killing humans uh, if we believe that it's right to send humans to jail for killing other humans do we believe that it's also right to send humans to jail for killing like a cow a cow or a pig yeah um so what we uh, often say is like we hope to change people's hearts and minds so that they don't engage in these behaviors. We have laws against murder, people still murder. So the yeah. law doesn't- laws against uh, felony laws against yeah. uh, animal abuse. Yeah, so we do have- abuse. Yeah, we would hope that someday society might progress enough to where we do value non-humans the same way we value humans in certain aspects like the right to life. So that it should be just as wrong to just needlessly kill a dog or a pig or a cow as it is to kill a human. Right now, the way our society is, it it would be really, really hard to even enact that or enforce it. And like we say, even though right now there are laws that say you can't steal, you can't murder, you can't do a lot of things, people still still do them. So it's it's not really a deterrent. If someone's going to do it, they're going to do it. I like that we have the deterrent and hopefully some someday we can progress um, as a more humane society. These screens are not participating with me right now. Uh, so Paul's not quite back yet. Come on, screens. Stop being like that. There we go. 
And now you guys get up here. Come on, Paul. Move now. All right. There we go. Finally, I got all the screens figured back out again. All right. So uh, we are moving into our Q&A uh, uh, right after Paul gets back, yeah, where you did get about, around like 10 minutes there, uh, uh, Godless Girl, to kind of uh, hash out your final thoughts there. Uh, we're going to try and do the same with Paul once he gets back. He had to go move his car because the, uh, the hail is coming down pretty hard where he is right now. So let us see what else we got here in the old live chat kicking around. Do, 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 do. All right. Gene C. Alicia, $5. Thank you so much for your super chat. Keep them coming in, guys. Do vegans advocate for eliminating pets, too? If not, how would we feed a cat, dog, etc., without harming another animal? That's also a very good question. Yes. Um, vegans are certainly against uh, breeding breeding pets into existence for the pure purpose of just keeping them in your house. Rescuing an animal is a different story. Uh, there are plenty of dogs and cats and other companion animals that are in need of rescuing. And it's certainly a very vegan thing to do to rescue an animal, to care for an animal. To spay and neuter. To spay and neuter so that we don't continue to have this problem. Um, but yeah, ultimately, we would love it for like lab-grown meat to become widely available enough to be used for pet food it is it is in the beginning stages yeah. there are a couple of companies who are working on it right now but in the same way that like when we eat crops we know that there's a certain amount of insect and animal death that goes into eating crops we wish that weren't the case and as society evolves and we get more veganic farming techniques implemented hopefully someday we can reduce that and same thing with pet food. Hopefully someday we can reduce that and ultimately eliminate it. All right, gotcha. Uh, Paul, you still out? Still on mute if you're here. Nope, still moving the car. All right, well, we'll continue on. Uh, to all, uh, we don't have many Super Chats right now, so uh, if you're in our live chat right now and you got a question... Get it in there, uh, because if not, then we'll wrap up early, and uh, nobody wants that, not when we're having a, a juicy debate. Uh, so, uh, Fia Vasconcelos for $5. I probably said that so terribly, I'm sorry, but, you know, it was it's a fun name to say, I imagine, when you get it right. To all, if lab-grown meat becomes mass-produced, will it be ethical to eat it since it was never sentient or conscious? Godless girl, you want to take that one to start? Is it too all? Oh, I think oh. you're on mute, Godless girl. Sorry. Uh, that sounds like a question for the vegans, doesn't it? It says to all. They want to know. Uh, well, yeah, If you, in your opinion, then we'll start with you, Godless girl. If lab-grown meat becomes mass-produced, will it be ethical to eat it since it was never sentient or conscious? Oh, I mean, we'd have to break down what ethical means, but I don't have any problem with, I don't think it's unethical at all to eat lab -grown meat. All right. And over to you fellas, uh, Anna and uh, Brian, what are you, uh, what are your thoughts on that there? Uh, we, we agree. Uh, we have, you know, it is our understanding that um, it is necessary to biopsy an animal. Uh, in order to get that very first cell that will continue to produce mass quantities of, of animal flesh if people want to consume that. Uh, 
that's up to them. It's it won't be for us personally. I don't like the the feeling or mm-hmm. taste of of animal flesh, but uh, like I'm happy with the alternatives. Uh, and you know, I know a lot of vegans uh, do argue like, well, you're exploiting that first animal for for that cell. Um, if that is the best we can do, then I advocate for that in lieu of our current situation. Mm-hmm. And especially if that animal will then lead a healthy, happy life. Yeah, and often I think they were saying they can actually get chicken meat like out of fallen feathers. feathers. So yeah. you don't even need to exploit the animal in every in every instance. Since there's not many super chats, can I ask the moderator a question? I mean, maybe, yeah, sure. Who do you think won? I don't. I'm gonna say the same thing I said earlier. I don't have a stake in this. Uh, I'm just here to uh, make sure that you guys all have an amicable conversation, and everybody gets uh, feels treated fairly. That's what I hope so. Anyways, Paul, you have finally returned. So as promised, uh, I did say I would give. Uh, up to uh, 10 to 15 minutes for you to kind of wrap up your thoughts that you had uh, that you wanted to bounce off of uh, on uh, Brian there, and then we'll continue on with the Q&A. Uh, so uh, hint, hint, shove, shove, Q&A. Get those Q&As in there. This is all going to Worldwide uh, Orphans. So, uh, you know, don't let us down now. Don't let the orphans down. Uh, you know, there, g- guilt, shame, guilt, shame. All right, let's continue on. Uh, over to you, Paul. Yes, I was going to bring back a marble-sized uh, piece of hail, um, but I, hail melts apparently because it's salt and water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so apropos of this discussion, where um, one might say it is fallacious of me to leave this debate to go move my car while it's getting pelted with hail. But I live in the real world where um, I don't give a shit what's logical in a online debate alone. Um, I care what actual people do in the real world and i think logic is a tool we use but um the gap uh, uh, the the critique that godless girl lays i understand but ultimately it just goes to nothing is wrong if you, everyone's everyone's morality is a preference and if we do that then it's as if we're coming into this you know debate where like we're all aliens and we don't know what morality is and all that it's like we like i have an objective you know, to the degree that I do anything on my YouTube channel, I try to learn and convince people to do things that I think are good in the world. I'm not just here to play logical games. And I think the uh, vegans are actually trying to reduce animal suffering, which is like, you know, I've had dogs. I volunteered at the animal shelter. Like, I care about that genuinely. And I think we can get to a reasonable point where we decide, okay, can we create a large enough demand of ethical consumption of ethically sourced meat to the point where it outcompetes the factory farms because i think that would be great and the the issue is i just struggle with at what point do we decide or do we agree on what's needless or whatnot because in my opinion i have no problem with like i said javier bardeming the cow when it lives its whole life you know f- like growing up on a farm that just seems like it's like it's, you know, humans were evolved to eat meat and there's a natural order to things. And it's then this gets down into, well, does God command it? And then we get into Godless's argument. And as far as I'm concerned, I just think everyone should agree 
It's wrong to brutalize animals. Let's move in that direction, whether or not we can play these logical games about how we get there. But does that make sense? Yeah, and there's a few points to touch on there. Like, for example, um, the way that we have, the, the only way to feed the, no the massive number of people on this planet, the solution to that was factory farming. So there is no, unless we, I mean, to even get to the welfare point, and I would argue that most people, and this is why laws like the you know, cage-free uh, law in California passed, and and the uh, we did away with fur, and now all our all products have like cruelty-free labeling. You know, most people do agree that animals should not be tortured, mutilated uh, for needless reasons. But where you draw the line, I mean, I want to ask you, like, it seems that, and correct me if I'm wrong, is your opinion that you need meat to survive? Um, no, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know. There's the whole health argument. I'm not informed enough to know whether you actually need meat to survive. I believe you do. I believe humans, humans are definitely omnivores. There's no question about that. We evolved to eat meat. Do you guys disagree with that? Yes. Oh, all right. Well, this might be interesting. Okay. Cause I think I'm right, but I could be wrong. So why are we not evolved to eat meat? Well, are you talking about what we do socially or like what our bodies are best adapted. For. Certainly our bodies are like our canine teeth and our ability to do long distance running is 100% a function of what canine hunting teeth? animals. Yeah, the, our, the canine teeth thing is pretty, pretty, no? pretty pathetic. I, well, oh, hold on. I don't, this is what I was taught in like fifth grade. So I could be wrong, sure. but my understanding is herbivores have a bunch of molars basically to chew grass. Which we and, do. Right, but we also have the incisor teeth, which are designed it's to tear meat. Yes. Yeah. Incisors, yes, excuse me. Yeah. So the thing with that, if you look biologically at, say, the, the way a lion, let, let's look at it from the very beginning. I mean, a lion looks at a zebra and goes, it probably starts pre-digestion by salivating. And, and you know, and the, if cats do this, I don't know if lions do it, but they do have some vocal the vocalizations chirping. like mm -hmm. chirping. Um, and, and then they go and then they rip that zebra to shreds and they eat, they tear through the hide, they tear through the bone, they, they eat the organs, they eat it raw. They're not picky about uh, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. However, humans, we- Very, very poor claws on these, yeah. on these hands. Well, but that's why we invented, that's why we invented tools and like we throw yeah. things and whatnot. We have developed ways uh, to, kill to kill animals, yeah. but you know, were you to try to chase a gazelle on your bare feet, or even a, a squirrel or a rabbit in the wild, you know, with just your body, that's not what we've evolved to do biologically. Okay, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not going to claim to be an expert here, but I believe neither, it is the case. Are we. That's yeah. fair, fair, fair. Great, perfect. I like. The genuine pursuit of what's true. Um, I believe it is the case that human beings are the best long distance runners in the entire world of all the animals. I don't believe there's any animal that can run f uh, for as long and as far as humans can. And my understanding is the, yeah, and I think the, my understanding is the reason that we evolved that capacity 
on the African veld is to is that we chased down those gazelles and we tracked them constantly where obviously they will sprint away and we can't keep up with that but we would chase them to the point where they got tired and then we killed them and that's why we tracked them you know following their feces and stuff and also as a side note um psychedelic mushrooms grow in feces and there's a hypothesis the stoned ape hypothesis that the reason human beings develop consciousness is because as we tracked the animals where we followed their feces and where all the psychedelic mushrooms were we ate those mushrooms and over time that led to increased brain growth a wholly absurd hypothesis one i don't believe in but would be very sure. cool if it were true you take psychedelics and you will get smarter right right well it does increase openness by one standard deviation according to psychometrics that i don't know offhand but um but the evil okay but then how would you you know how would the how would they kill the animal would they go like spears and shit like spears okay. right right tools, yeah, tools. Yeah. like tools right right so, and and I and even as I'm saying this, I'm aware that even if I could justify that we evolved to eat meat, that doesn't make it morally justified because we evolved to do all kinds of terrible things right. that are not that. So it's the it's the genetic fallacy. I guess I, here's my main point. Um, like when it comes to the again the pragmatics, like Brian and Anna, I like pragmatically, I'm on your side when it comes to let's push for legislation of some kind, let's push for ethically sourced meat, all that stuff. We can you know. We should avoid abusive animals. And then I'm on Godless's side where it's like, well, but if you are going to make a claim that, you know, we shouldn't kill animals needlessly, well, you sort of do have to justify needless down to a very granular level, which I think Godless will be able to trap you on just because of the nature of logic. And I think logic is a limited tool. But that that's my issue where I am. Let's let's. Stop the factory farming. It's disgusting. I think I saw one of your videos where you showed like the cat, the calf, like getting its throat slit. It's like, you know, I mean, it's well, there's. Yeah, go I ahead. Could jump, if, can I jump in for a second? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the couple things that I wanted to address to actually, because um, I'll, I'll, we've done many debates, like formal debates, street debates, um, cubes of truth. We've gone to countless vigils. Uh, had many discussions with non-vegans about this topic and what tends to happen again we like to operate in the real world too um we we see what's happening and we're trying to change people's hearts and minds one conversation at a time to try to get them to change their behavior and so what happens is when people start to go down this route of like yeah i definitely am against factory farming and i wish there was a way that we could all have ethically sourced meat it kind of makes it sound like, yeah, eating meat's okay. And then tomorrow they go to McDonald's and Starbucks and, and go to the grocery store and they buy the factory farm meat that they were buying anyway. Because 99 plus percent of all animal products available in grocery stores and in restaurants are factory farmed. It's the only way to supply for yeah. the number of people that we Yeah, you can't, get around, you can't get around it. So when people like yourself argue for this idyllic version of a world that doesn't exist and then they what happens with most non-vegans is they let this ideal world that doesn't exist justify the cruel world that does exist and what we're trying to do is we're trying to open people's eyes to the reality like that uh that, that javier bardem stun gun that you're talking about it's not painless and it's not instant cows sometimes have to be bolted multiple times in the skull before they finally sure. die their skulls are thick 
Sure. And that bolt takes, a, it, it's hard to penetrate the skull of a cow. It's brutal. And people don't like to think about that. Like, just imagine like, what would you do if you had to kill a 300 pound pig? It would be pretty hard. And it is mm -hmm. pretty hard. Like, that's why they put them in gas chambers. They literally put pigs in gas chambers and they suffocate them with CO2 gas and they scream in pain. It's a horrifically that's, painful that's way to die. Conscious because some wake up and then that's when they have to. Sleep. And they slit their throat once they're stunned. You know, they consider that stunning. So I guess what I would ask you is why don't you like factory farming? Why do you think it's wrong? I don't have a logical moral justification. I mean, I grew up with dogs and, you know, it's, it's the same reason I believe humans are intrinsically valuable. It's sort of a faith claim. Like there's something about dogs mm -hmm. and mammals yeah. and all that shit that there's a connection there and I can't speak to it. Maybe they took the same psychedelics as we did. I don't know. But it's interesting you bring up the idyllic world perspective because it's like you're saying this idyllic world where we get enough ethically sourced meat to satisfy the ridiculous amount of cheeseburgers that are produced every day which yeah. to your point would be very difficult to do and by ethically sourced just to be clear we're not talking about welfareism we're you know we i think well okay i am using it in that regard yeah. so okay. just so you understand my perspective yeah. this is there's a documentary about vegan weightlifters and Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Have you seen it? Game yeah, the Game Changers. Game Changers. I cried at the end. That power lifter who was like, his, what was it? His, his mom? I'm going to cry right now. Yeah, his mom died in a car accident. Yep. And he wanted to become big and strong so he could lift the car that he yeah. never could lift when he was a boy. Yeah. Yes. And the last scene is him, him powerlifting. Oh, my God. Yeah. And at the very end, Arnold Schwarzenegger says... Um, like this is how like you know, like this is how we get there. We don't go around berating people. We don't do that. But we just say like, hey, maybe do like meatless Mondays. Like just try out do do a meat on, or a a meatless yeah. meal or something like that. Reduce vegetarian. Yeah. And prior to the pandemic, I was I was doing meat once a day for like six, three or four months, realistic realistically, and then things shifted. But like, I think you can incrementally convince people one step at a time to move away from the current model sure. and i and, and i don't doing. and i and i think that it's more realistic to get to a point where we have enough demand for what i would call ethically sourced meat where it does it does change things right when you get economies of scale like a free-range farm obviously is not going to outcompete a uh what is it called tyson chicken plant Factory like farming. yeah yeah but if but if there was enough demand you know, we, we do a lot of the world is a crazy place and we can make big sweeping changes. And I do think the only way to given how ingrained meat is, the only way we can do it is incrementally. And I just don't think it is fe feasible to convince people. And I'm just speaking from experience. Like you said, I still eat meat for the same reason oh. I use my iPhone, despite I know it had child labor in it. It's like there's all manner of things I could go monk mode. And even then. There might be things I'm doing wrong. Like the Janists are the ones yeah, that sweep the, the ethical, insects away. Yeah, I was going to say. Anyway, we're, yes, we're, we're go in ahead. Rift mode now, so if you guys want to uh, kind of bounce uh, your ideas off of each other I, for like another ten minutes, uh, where we have I actually all these just crashes. have one comment to Paul based on what he just said, and then that's 
Yeah, I was going to say, we can riff for, like like I said, 10 minutes or so just because we had a lot of crashes and a lot of breaks in between. So there might be some things that we didn't get to in our main discussion. And we do see the Q&A is starting to uh, light up a little bit now. So keep those questions coming in and we'll get right to them. Uh, we got another, uh, we'll say, 10 to 15 minutes of discussion. Uh, I'll let you guys, like I say, riff the way you want to, okay? So uh, over to you, Brian. Yeah, I just want to touch on what you just said there because, again... <laughs> a lot of discussions with non-vegans and we hear that a lot too. You don't think that because meat is so ingrained in society, you don't think society will ever make a change. How about you, Paul, who lives in Dallas, Texas, United States? Do you think you could live without animal products? I, could I? Yes. If I'm being completely honest, again, this goes back to the health thing. I definitely could avoid like mcdonald's and all that shit that produces mm -hmm. that i i could definitely avoid buying meat that i know is factory farm okay. and like and and you know and you're against you know, factory farming i am against factory farming so why and, do you and, still buy it well honestly in all, in all honesty i generally don't buy much fast food or anything like i i cook mostly at home and i buy I all my eggs are free range and all that, and I try to be an ethical consumer to a reasonable degree. All right, over to this girl because she had a point that she wanted yeah. to check there. Sorry to cut you off there, Paul. Oh no, I no, just, no problem because I'm not a total monster. I can and I want to add a comment to the ethical discussion. Uh, I think you guys would have vegans would have a lot more success saving animals if they were people are are not very few people are going to be willing to give up meat, but if you just advocated more for not wasting animal products like it's half of like all dairy products get thrown away i think i know it really uh affected me once i bought a cornish hen and, and put it in the refrigerator and i never cooked it so it like went rotten and i threw it away and i was like that hen like lived its whole life just for me to throw it in the garbage because i didn't cook it in time and i don't know ever since then i've been really mindful to not waste products like so many people grab a gallon of milk instead of a pint because just in case they run out and then they never use any of it you know i think people would be way more you'd save a lot more animals people would be way more willing to not be wasteful I, I okay i mean sure waste is like killing an animal needlessly for milk is bad, but then killing an animal needlessly for milk and then throwing the milk in the garbage is worse. The I'm just saying if your goal is to save the animals, to stop suffering, you're, I think you'd have more success doing that, vegans in general, if they advocated to not waste. What would, what would convince you to give up animal products and live a vegan lifestyle? Oh, like, I don't know if it became illegal to eat meat and then I was like having to pay fines because I got caught and stuff. That would probably deter me. So, so personal, like convenience, what, would you say it's personal convenience? Like the reason. Oh, that's definitely a factor. Okay. I just, I try to not waste it. Because we get that a lot too from non-vegans who say, you know, you would do a better job if X, Y, Z. And then I say, well, how about, does X, Y, Z help you go vegan? And then most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... The fact is, I mean, people are, it's, it's, it's really varied what the variety of information that people receive that helps that particular person go vegan. I mean, we've had people tell us we went vegan because of you, you know, 
there are other people who who won't go vegan because of anything we said, but mm -hmm. something else might turn them towards. It's just what it's the finding the key that fits in the keyhole. Not everyone's going to receive our particular form of activism uh, in in the way that we would like, but that's okay. There are other people out there doing different forms of activism. Uh, we're just trying to, you know, as long as we're working as a team. Do you do you guys consider it a win if everyone today, hypothetically, went and bought the free range eggs rather than the factory farm eggs? Uh, no, because I mean, and here's just from experience, we used to hold we used to hold vigil outside of a chicken slaughterhouse. We did this for about two years here in LA. And we were vegetarian before we went vegan. So also personal experience in that regard. Yeah. And um, you know, we saw thousands upon thousands upon thousands of chickens in those trucks arrive, um, you know, 30 to 40% of them dead on arrival, uh, respiratory illnesses, broken wings, tumors, you name it. And the trucks that were leaving the facility, because this particular slaughterhouse prided itself on same day, you know, they slaughtered the chicken that same day, we deliver it to you. Fresh. The trucks say organic free range. <laughs> to us, I think labeling is a big, because these industries know that humans, we are naturally compassionate. I feel most of us are naturally compassionate people. Uh, and we value terms like free range, uh, humane, uh, cage free, free roaming, what have you. We that, that is why they put those words on the labels not necessarily because they reflect the truth. They don't care about morality. They care about what sells. They care about profit. And just so you're aware, uh, the word free range and cage free, those are those are very nebulous, slippery marketing terms. Yeah, like whole grain or whole wheat. So, so cage free. Okay, we won't put the chickens in cages, but we can put 20,000 birds in a warehouse. No cages. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry. Our cat tipped over the light. Um, so, yeah, we, we took the birds out of the cage. We put them in a warehouse. Beach yeah, on a yeah. technicality. Or free range. Uh, if you've ever watched, um, what's the Morgan Spurlock documentary? Supersize Me. He has a sequel to it called Supersize Me 2 Holy Chicken, where he starts his own free range chicken farm to show people what it takes to go from baby chicks to a fast food restaurant. And all you need to call your chickens free range is you just need to give them a door on the warehouse somewhere where they have the option to go outside if they want. Now, with 20,000 birds in a shed, what are the odds that the birds in the back of the shed are ever going to be able to make it to the door in the front of the shed to go outside? They, they can't, but they just put a little door on the shed and they open it and they say, now they're free range. Again, beat you yeah. out of technicality. But so, they're... It's a there, slippery term. I, I definitely agreed, and I recognize that. Trust me, no one hates corporations. Well, some people hate corporations more than I do. Very few people hate corporations more than I do. Not all corporations, just the pharmaceutical industrial complex, among other things. Um, but would you be? Uh, hold on. Are are there are there eggs that I, I can find in the grocery store that are genuinely like welfare raised? In a grocery store, no, I don't think so. You don't think so. Because they have to be mass produced. Yeah. I mean, you get into uh, 
you know, you think about how many bonds there are just in one city, you multiply that by all the cities in the country, and then you have an idea of how many cartons of eggs per day they need to supply. Mm -hmm. Like the closest thing to it would be Godless Girl's example of like, you rescue a hen off of a slaughter truck and take her home and mm -hmm. keep her in your house and you, you feed her for the rest of her life and treat her well and you eat one or two eggs a week from her. And that's really not what people want. People want like three eggs every day for breakfast. So it's just not, so any, and even then you are treating this backyard hen like a commodity. We don't expect those same things from cats and dogs. You know, we don't have, we don't live with dogs because we get something from the dog. We're going to take something from the dog and eat it every day. Sure. We just I, dogs because we love them. Yes. And I totally understand and agree, like, especially the label thing of like, well, if a corporation gets away with labeling as cage free, that arguably that's worse because it's justifying and hiding the continued stuff while people think there's um, stuff going on. Um, I would ask maybe one final line of questioning, Ryan, if that's cool. Otherwise, and this goes back to the moral foundations of it. Cause like, I agree. There's the practical stuff. We'll have to, we'll have to work on uh, our activism together and, cra and crafting legislation somehow, but at the moral foundation, what, what's needless or not. So like there are many cultures in which they hunt and kill animals and it's sort of a sacred thing. Um, I know that there are indigenous plains tribes. Um, my history could be wrong, but I believe the Lakota and the Dakota and the Nakota, which made up the Sioux tribes, hunted buffalo. And they would use the whole buffalo and um, there'd be no waste. And it was like a sacred thing. And, and that's sort of the metaphor image I have in mind of like humans are above animals. But there's a level of respect for the natural like order of things that humans have because we're at the top, we have to observe that respect, you know, in some spiritual woo-woo way. Do you have a do you think it's like do you think it's wrong for like hunt do you think hunting is wrong if it's yes? Well yeah, hunting's wrong. Um okay. So, well, can I because I think I let me I, I think I understand why, like you said, animal doesn't consent to being killed, obviously. Do you think that humans may have a moral obligation to prevent predators from like a wolf from killing a deer if we can? Um, not necessarily. No. We're not, you know, people like to think that we are part of this, you know, they could call it the, the food chain. Like we're in the food chain still. Yeah. As, as if we were, you know, that would involve us leaving our house looking both ways for a lion or something like that. Um, but no, I, I believe that the laws of nature are different. We we have moral, like our morals, our ethics. We have the ability to make those choices. Um, right, but you agree that we you we have an obligation to prevent other humans from killing animals. Yeah. yeah why do we not? Why do we not have that obligation to other animals to kill other animals if we can? Well, it's not clear to me that like lions and bobcats have moral agency. So I don't know that there's any amount of convincing that I can do to a bobcat to, to like stop them from killing. Sure, but rabbit. so right, uh, but it, but it, it's totally
charger because yours won't work. Okay. I would, I would, yeah, I was curious to pursue just the line of if, if, yeah, I agree. Wolves don't have moral agency and we can't convince them, but like if we, if we could round up wolves and feed them animal based uh, or plant based meat, if, if, if we could do that, is, would we have an obligation to do that? I don't think so. And I think that would be uh, astoundingly impractical to do so. They feed I animal agree. products to their cat, Paul. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, cats are, yeah, it would be a different. I mean, again, I used to have these vegan neighbors that try to make their cat be vegan. So I'd give it tuna fish all the time. It would love me. <laughs> Like, again, we're trying to spread the message of veganism and change people's hearts and minds. So we try to be, again, again we live in the real world and we try to be reasonable. Uh, I know that there are vegans out there who, like, believe that all carnivore animals should just be executed or something. Like, there shouldn't be carnivore animals because yeah, carnivore like Zootopia kill other animals. We're trying to convince our fellow homo sapiens to have a little more compassion and make more compassionate choices. And so when we talk to people who can live on plants and these plant foods are readily available at the exact same building where you get the animal foods, you can get the plant-based foods. And at the same restaurant where you can order the animal food, you can often order the plant-based food. We're trying to get those homo sapiens to eat plants. If we start saying, oh yeah, and by the way, carnivore pets should eat plants or all carnivores should be killed and we shouldn't even have carnivore like that would just be so incredibly unreasonable yeah. and it would not be an effective way to spread veganism so and 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 it would also be astonishingly astonishingly impracticable and that's part of the definition of veganism it's we want to reduce animal exploitation insofar as is practical and possible or practicable sorry practicable and possible so like going around yeah that's no, I, the coyotes and no I, yes. And I, that, that was, yeah, the, on the hypothetical to just understand the moral reasoning. Yeah, I get it. Um, what about, last question, what about um, like shrimp or crabs? Someone asked us about shrimp yeah, today. Yeah, someone asked us about shrimp today. We were at a, we were at a vegan street fair. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm on, like, people ask this all the time. Like, what about mussels? What about? Yeah, yeah. At what point do you draw the line from, like, rat to well, rat? Because insect you're fine with, killing insects, right? No. Well, For, not. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. I mean, yeah, we need to protect our crops and we need to provide enough. Oh, like, if I kill a, like, if a mosquito, I, do you think that's wrong to kill a mosquito on my arm? If the mosquito is attacking you. You can defend yourself. I think that's different. That's different. <laughs> well, I could maybe, like, flick it off. You know, here's, wouldn't here's that be the. Thing. If you're allergic to mosquito bites, severely allergic, then yes, defend yourself. But if there is the opportunity to sort of coax it out, away or out. Oh, know. damn. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I love bees, but I will burn wasp nests alive if I, if I can. I, I would, I think I would personally take pleasure in burning a wasp well, nest because those things are satanic, but, and again, I think there's a fundamental it, distinction. Yeah. Again, but, it goes back to like, you know, it, it I don't know if it's like, oh, the, the vegan said it's okay if I'm allergic to mosquitoes and I get to kill a mosquito. If a mosquito bites me, ergo, I get to go to McDonald's every day and buy factory farm meat. Like they're, they're just- I not... agree. I agree. That's, yeah. Just because there's a flaw in the argument doesn't mean we shouldn't push. Just like you said, just because we can't get to the ideal perfectly doesn't mean we shouldn't strive for it. But I definitely think advocating we don't kill insects puts you in the- Not intentional. More ideal. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm like, let's 
let's pour molten titanium down the anthills. You know, we have to acknowledge, and tying it to the shrimp uh, question as well, we have to acknowledge the animal's greater purpose in the ecosystem to, to, you know, to like, why not shrimp? Well, how do we, how do we fish shrimp? We fish shrimp through trawling, right? Trawling, what does trawling do? It destroys coral, it destroys, uh, it it catches catches turtles and and sharks and dolphins and and other animals. It's yeah, it's destructive. And if we don't know if, if the shrimp is sentient, like my opinion would be like, why, why insist on eating him when we don't have to? Yeah, just because we haven't developed the tools yet to know if ants feel pain doesn't mean that they don't. We should, you know, we tend to take the anthropocentric uh, viewpoint on that. Just like, oh, they don't feel pain. They're just insects, but we probably haven't. Right, right, right. Ryan wants to jump in, I think. So I'll just end with this. The next thread that we have to pull is, okay, because the same intuition that you and I have that plants are not conscious, mm-hmm. I would apply to insects. Like insects, I think, are lower than... Wasps are lower than grass. I would gladly kill wasps over grass because wasps are disgusting, demonic creatures. In my opinion. Not a fan. Not a fan. As, uh, as as I, there was a bee Johnny in the pool the other day and I was like no 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 we're getting this shit out it has fur if, if the insect has fur then I'm a little bit more sympathetic so we, I took it out and saved it you're a furist <laughs> that's that's yeah let's, let's, that's, well, that's my say, heuristic <laughs> well be careful how you adopt that label there that cu- that could mean something else uh so uh yeah well let's jump right back into our q a uh just because uh, we did riff off for a couple minutes there so um <laughs> let's see do 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 back through the questions mad through eleven dollars keep those q a's coming in we'll uh keep uh trying to have answers to your questions here so uh mad though says Animals die in crop harvesting. Are we justified in consuming luxury goods that are the product of harvesting crops, coffee, chocolate, etc.? There is no need for these products and can be avoided. Thoughts on that? Well, you know um, what the majority of crops are used for that we farm. Uh, What do you think animals eat? Cows, pigs, chickens, you know. So that's something to think about. Um, yes, it would be great if no animals died during crop harvesting, but unfortunately, in order to mass produce the, the enormous amounts of grain and grass that we have to feed farmed animals, that has to happen. And, um, you know, and that, that's where as far as is possible and practicable, practicable comes in. Um, yes, it would be amazing if veganic farming which it does exist, but on a very small scale at the moment, if we could, you know, grow our own crops, which some of us do. Um, But right now, as far as like buying produce at the store, uh, it is an unavoidable consequence. However, I will argue that, you know, non-vegan people also eat salad, I I think. Mm -hmm. Also, and like avocados in, and, in corn, and coffee and chocolate. Yeah, and... so you're eating the animals, and the animals eat the crops, and then you're also eating crops. So, if you want to really reduce crop deaths, the way to do that is to go vegan, because that does actually have fewer crop deaths than an omnivorous diet. Oh. Or hunt. 
Wait, is it better to hunt one buffalo or kill a bunch of insects with um, fertilizer or with uh, what do you call it? The fuck am I saying? What's yeah, the stuff we, you spray in pesticides. Yeah, we get that question a lot too, which I would say it's it's a pretty it's a it's a false dichotomy. That isn't an either or. Um, I don't think that people are faced with the choice of I either hunt one animal and eat them for the whole winter. I'm from West Virginia, like I know people who hunt. I grew up around hunting. People hunt because they like to hunt. They like guns. They like shooting animals. They don't do it because they need to survive. Um, they still go to Starbucks and McDonald's and and Ralph's or Kroger or wherever. So it, going out there with the intention of killing an animal is different than protecting crops, which might result in the death. Sure, but in the consequence itself, you would agree that killing one elk I'm doing this from the perspective well, of Joe not, Rogan. We're not utilitarians, so we're not trying to just like cause the least amount of suffering possible. You know, we're concerned with animal rights and animal exploitation. And so when you go out into the forest with a gun and purposefully kill an animal, that's wrong. Well, uh, any thoughts on that, Gigi? No. No? All righty. Well, let's continue on then. Uh, we have another super chat coming in here. Uh, from, oh, I gotta scroll up before I get them out of order. All right. So, Gene C., uh, Alicia, uh, no, I already did read that one. Oh, I gotta scroll down. Ozian Talks. Okay, $5. Got you, Ozian. Uh, coming at you, buddy. Thanks for coming out to the, uh, the uh, debate again and uh, supporting the channel and everything you do on the Discord. And uh, hey, I just want to remind everybody, uh, if Surgeon General uh, or Ozian, if you're in the live chat right now and you want to tag the Discord, this is a good time. We are on the brink of breaking it into 2,000 people in our Discord. It's a 24-hour day Discord where you can go and debate, and there's lots of people that would... Uh, we'll, we'll take you up on all kinds of challenges. So uh, that's going to be oh, linked in the live chat. I'll make an appearance there. Awesome. All right. We'd love to see you there. So, uh, yeah, uh, tag that in the live chat, one of our mods. and uh, we'll is, the, uh, is the chat, uh, like the voice chat, active? Uh, Do yeah. people talk in the voice chat? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, we have lots of, uh, yeah, lots of voice chat rooms. There's religion, flat earth, uh, pretty much everything that you uh, see here, political debates, uh, since we had the, uh, the Ukraine debate, uh, I'm pretty sure that there's a, a page that's dedicated to that now as well. So uh, you can get all of your, uh, all of your debate opinions uh, in there and find somebody that I'm sure would be willing to talk to you and you can bounce your ideas off of. So Surgeon General just uh, tagged the uh, Modern Day Debate Discord, so definitely give that a check out uh, at the end of all this. And... Let me just copy this next super chat and we'll continue on. So, uh, Ozian, $5. If you don't personally call for treating the killing of cows like murder, then you don't value animals like you do humans. You would be inconsistent. I know it sounds similar to his first question, but this is the second iteration. Is that for Paul? That was for you guys. So he was he had a first chat there for five dollars that says if we kill yeah, if we kill humans for food, we go to prison. Are you advocating for sending someone to prison for killing a cow? If not, it's not the same standard. So he's following up with another chat saying if you don't personally call for treating the killing of cows like murder, then you don't value animals like you do humans, you would be inconsistent. 
Well, we never said we think animals and humans are perfectly identical. Um, they're not. There are many differences between animals and humans, but the differences, uh, there's not a lot of more, there's not enough moral difference between the sentience of a human and a cow to justify just killing a cow because we want to eat them. Um, but again, we would just go back to it's completely impractical, impracticable to implement a law <laughs> that would send someone to jail for killing a cow. Like we can't even, like when people abuse their dogs and kill their dogs, we can't get people to, well, it's, uh, a felony it's a felony, but like that is a it, it, it happens all the time. It, like we're trying to be realistic and change people's minds and hearts so that they don't engage in this behavior rather than making a law and then making everyone follow the law. As we said, like, Laws don't always deter people from doing the act. Mm -hmm. All righty. Uh, let's continue on. And uh, I'll just uh, do a little shout out there. Uh, uh, Hannah, forgive me. I'm sorry. Uh, I, for, I know you do so much for the Discord. I forgot to give you a shout out there. And thanks for being in the, uh, the live chat there, doing all you do. Uh, and anybody else that I may have forgotten. Because, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a sweet guy. I don't want to forget anybody. All righty. So pseudonym ten dollars clearly vegans won when gg appeals to law made of other morals for right or wrong ha they literally wrote ha but vegans isn't that positive extreme like no eggs yet live in a home where forest is destroyed cotton shirt this is very strangely worded. So you guys. It's can... on the psychedelics yeah. from the. I didn't even understand. Bison it. shit. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a appeal to futility. Um, you know, obviously, you know, our drywall probably has animal products in it. Our, uh, we can name many different ways in which just existing causes animals to suffer. Um, do we wish that weren't the case? Of course, but that is not the reality of. What, if we wanted to, you know, we we would we would have to live in a in a mud hut, uh, and honestly, like anywhere on this planet, you could claim that this entire planet was overrun by um, animals at one point. I don't know, but you well, been overrun it, by humans. Now. But do you understand that what you just said? That is the same rationalization that I would make for why I don't go full vegan. Because way? like, because like, what, what, why not? Like, g like, give up a lot of the luxuries like, you have to protect animals. The the way, if we look at the way society is is formed right now, the primary way that animals are exploited, abused, abused, and killed is for food. If mm -hmm. we are to make incremental changes, as as you said, in which you mm -hmm. know we agree. Uh, that that's what it takes in cases like this because it's been such an indoctrinated norm you know, we've normalized this violence uh and and used culture as a justification tradition as a justification to a lot of people food is a, a self-identity you know there are so many layers of that onion to peel that it would take a very incremental process to where we get to where we get to the point uh that we're not doing that anymore but the main way that we can the easiest way believe it or not that we can prevent that from happening is to advise people on just simply changing what they put on their fork three times a day or however many times they eat 
you know, there are other ways after, you know, a lot of vegans, they, they go vegan and then they go, okay, so now, you know, is there anything else I can do? And, you know, you, then you opt for a cruelty. Yeah. Your what is your, what is your response to your fellow vegans who say that you guys aren't going far enough? Uh, yeah, there are vegans. There are vegans who, who say we don't go far enough. Like the jihadis, like the jihadi vegans, right? Who go all the way. Whereas you guys are more just kind of, you know, traditional vegans. What is your argument against the vegans well, who I go? Mean, you're, I think you're either vegan or you're not. You're either like actively contributing to animal exploitation. I mean, but, again, but you just said the drywall you have is animal exploitation. Well, what's, what's my option? If I don't get to live in a house, what's my option? Well, that, so what, what do the hardcore vegans say to you about that? I actually don't know any vegans who say you can't live in a house. But certainly, you know, vegans who are more extreme than you, right? We do, we do come across vegans. And I mean, you, I think I heard you mention this as I was walking away, uh, who advocate for killing carnivores, mm -hmm. which is ridiculous to me. <laughs> uh, I agree. But but by your but you're operating in the same worldview, like you like, you, like, I think it's like you, you say it's ridiculous to kill carnivores, right? Yeah. I say it's ridiculous that we can't kill insects. Well, insects in like in crop production? Or what it, no, just in my own house. Like I should be able to pour molten gold on an insect if I want, because those things are disgusting. Depends on the insect. But like wasps, let's go back to wasps. I think it's ridiculous that people say it's wrong to kill wasps, just as you think it's ridiculous that vegans say we should execute carnivores. But how do you if, if justify that since you're operating the same framework? If there isn't again, if there's an alternative to not burning wasps alive, there are people out there who will service your home and relocate a, a, the wasp a nest. nest away. Yeah. Yeah, but there's something about cleansing the world of those demon creatures. You know, it's like uh it's like, do I want to just get rid you of have a, a traumatic experience with wasps as a child? You um, I got stung on the neck by a bee one time. I think it was a bumblebee, and I remember it was bad here. So I, I've I've generally afraid of stinging insects but bees have fur so i'm i'm cool with bees now if you don't treat them douchey but wasps but again but again do you get do you get my point how there's a lot of people who would find the idea that we like there's anything wrong at all with killing an insect like of course that's ridiculous but you and you say well no i mean we know people think that way yes right and that's you so but you i'm asking you do you see how the people who say we should kill all the carnivores think that I am to you what you are to the people who think we should kill all the carnivores? I think there's also a practicability element, like physically going out into the world and finding all carnivores and killing them. I don't know how practicable that is, but not stepping on spiders in your house and rather just ushering them outside or whatever, like that seems... Well, I like spiders way more because doable, they, way more, way more. I like spiders because they kill other insects. To be fair, so arguably it would be worse to do that. But, but you get you get what I'm saying. Like I agree. Like of course, as soon as you say we should go out and execute all the carnivores, I'm like ridiculous. Duh! I think it's totally fair. Let's not play these logical games. Where we have to justify every single thing we believe. Well, why can't we? Why? Why? Why shouldn't we execute the carnivores? It's like no, no, no. There's just some stuff we take for granted. And for me having any issue with killing insects it's like plants like i mean you know like a plant is a living creature it may not be sentient but like i don't think an in, like an ant doesn't seem sentient it's, well just because we don't and we and we, we don't know if they are know, right but, but we can assume probably not they do serve a purpose they do 
uh, fight for survival. I mean, well, so do the plants. That's just yes, but plants are not. We know that plants are not sentient. They don't have brains, nervous systems. Um, I don't know. Well, you're making an assumption that a that a that a what we would define as a developed nervous system is a precondition for sentience. Just yeah, jump in here, everybody. Uh, of the, life, it requires a central nervous system and a brain. All right. I'm to the sorry. Best to uh, the best of our knowledge. Sorry to cut you off there. Uh, so the first part of the question was addressed uh, to Gigi there. Uh, it said, clearly vegans won when Gigi appeals to law, law made of other morals for right or wrong. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I don't remember appealing to any laws made of whatever they said. I don't remember appealing to any laws at all. All right, you heard it here. Uh, so I think, I think what they're referring to is you said the reason you wouldn't kill is because it's illegal. Like you wouldn't kill a human because it's illegal. Yeah, that if that's my preference to not like get arrested, then I'm not going to do that. But I don't understand what the problem is for. I'm just saying that everybody so, acts on their preferences. So, GG, in any debate, no matter what the topic is, if the debate is X is morally oblig obligatory, you, yeah, no I'm going to take the negative position. No matter what it is, you're going to take the negative. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, well, let's continue on with our Q&A here. White Dog for four ninety nine. another one coming at you, GG. Uh, does Godless Girl understand what a moral axiom is? I think the vegans could have explained that better. Um, so did you want to explain what a moral axiom is for the Super Chatter or... Just tell them to fly. Well, away. an axiom is just like an arbitrary assumption, right? So I might think actually all moral claims are arbitrary assumptions. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But I don't know why. I've never heard that term, moral axiom. Axiom is usually used in like epistemology, which is my area of expertise, which is like. Well, a moral, a moral axiom would be what is the first premise on which. Well, you don't think anything is wrong. So you're. you're I would. You, you are what I would call an NPC, where no matter what stimuli is put in front of you, you will give the exact same response because you're just operating by a set of rules, which is everything is a preference. A more, if, you, if, you, if you do believe that something is wrong or right, the, the first premise on which all of the logical arguments that follow on that premise, that first premise, that's a moral axiom. Like humans are intrinsically valuable, right? Like humans have a right to life. That is a moral axiom. Because there's no there's no premise underneath it that justifies it other than an appeal to faith. That's well, a Christian, you're a Christian's going to disagree with that. But what what is it? How would a, how would a Christian disagree with that? Uh, you said there's nothing underneath that, but yeah. what's underneath that is going to be God. Because whatever... oh yes, sorry, yes, it, yeah. That's well, that's a faith claim. That's what I mean. So humans humans are intrinsically valuable. That's the first premise. That's the, the if you get anything below that, it's just, it's all faith. And so a Christian would say it's God. So you have to have faith in God, which is how why is, I'm Christian adjacent, because I kind of agree. Depends on which God you're talking about, though. How is all humans are intrinsically valuable, not faith? It is faith. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why you, but, but to operate in any other way than, than not believing that would be like psychopathic, because you would just justify whatever fit, fits your preference in the moment, because there's no set of rules that you're abiding by other than this is my preference in the moment. Look, or, I haven't made any claims about how we should operate. 
I'm just making claims about. Well, you're not able to make any claims about how we can operate because it's all preference, according to you. Well, we can definitely no, have but... that debate uh, down the road. Uh, okay. <laughs> you guys definitely have some uh, different views. Uh, yeah, I, I, I. Yeah, this, this Q&A, uh, my device is going to die like within the next 20 minutes. So this Q&A is, can we move along? For sure. Yeah, we have. I'm uh, sorry, I don't have the charger where I'm at right now. No, it's all right. We, we've we only got a couple more questions here to get through. And I think uh, we should be able to get through them. Uh, Lael, $5. Thanks for your super chat. Vegans, please explain the process of creating a vegan farm, i.e. animals. What? what? A vegan farm? Yes. You mean veganic farming of vegetables is what we were talking about. I think okay. so. Clarify that. Um, well, we're, we wouldn't we wouldn't be farming animals if it's a veganic farm. Veganic farms farm vegetables. Yeah, they and, said please explain the process of creating a vegan farm. Uh, um, we're not uh, farmers, but we garden. <laughs> I mean, that's not I mean, our area yeah. of expertise. Uh, but there are vegan. I mean, there, there are veganic farms that use things that that don't exploit animals to grow their vegetables. Um, we know that that's possible. Farmers do it. We're personally not farmers, but th there are farms that engage in veganic farming to grow plants. All right. Awesome. Uh, pseudonym, $5. Thanks again for another super chat. Uh, at Jung, would you say you admit biased? Uh, for example, you volunteer at dog shelters. Uh, sorry, this is very poorly worded, uh, or maybe it's just me. Would you say you admit bias? For example, you volunteer at dog shelters as helping when is some countries dogs are an entree. Are you okay with that? It says is you okay with that, but I'm trying to add lip there. So are you are you okay that dogs are getting eaten in other countries? Um and um, would you admit that you're biased I'm, because of admit because of uh preference for dogs, I think is what they're getting at. I am made of biases, which is what makes me human. Um, I don't actually believe that dogs are, even though I uh, love dogs very much, um, I don't think that dogs are inherently more valuable than cows per se. Um, I don't like the fact that dogs are abused um, in cultures where they eat dogs for the same reason I don't like the the fact that cows are abused in our society. So yes, but like fundamentally, do I have an issue with someone eating it or killing it, killing and eating a dog if they raised the dog um, in the welfareism sort of way that um, Brian and I were talking about? No, not any more so than I would with a cow. So. Already. I but I probably am biased for sure. All right, well, let's continue on from there. Uh, so, Sunflower, $5. Thank you for your membership over a year. That's awesome, Sunflower. Gra glad to see you here. Vegans, until supplements were invented in the 20th century, did humans have a fully nutritious diet? B12, iron, omega-3s, and vitamin D. I have no idea. But we were dying at I the mean, age of yeah. 30 and 40. <laughs> I mean, we're... But we have supplements now, and the majority of supplements are taken by non-vegans. So supplementation is not a vegan-exclusive thing. Yeah. All righty. Uh, let's continue on there. 
Um, pseudonym. Once again, $5. Thanks again, pseudonym. For both sides, I used to tell people I was a vegetarian for moral reasons, then switched it to a nutrition reason. However, can you say it's preference? Is it both, neither, or depends? They used to say that they were vegetarian. (laughs) Should run it through ChatGPT and say, "Interpret this question properly, please." Sorry, pseudonym. Uh, A a little punctuation would be very much appreciated. I know that you're limited on the super chat sometimes, but uh, that is a bit hard to read. So, I used to tell people I was a vegetarian for moral reasons, then switched to nutrition reasons. However, you say it's preference. Is it both? Neither or depends. Well, the reason for you being vegetarian is it preference or nutrition or both? Uh, is that what they're asking? I think so. Or maybe that's just being black and white. I don't know. I don't know the reason why you're vegetarian. They switched from saying that they were vegetarian uh, for ethics, which is <clears throat> if contradictory. Contradictory. <laughs> yeah. But then switched and said, "Oh, then they decided." No, I'm actually not vegetarian for ethics. I'm not vegetarian for nutrition. So that's your answer, right? Yeah. If if you say the reason you're vegetarian is because of health reasons, then that's the reason. Yeah, but it's uh, it is it is in our opinion a preference. You know, you're making a choice because you can live, uh, you know, according to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, which is a big big body of non-vegan nutritionists and medical professionals uh you can live a a healthy life as a plant-based eater Mm -hmm. as long as you plan it accordingly um and that goes for anyone in the you know top from the infant stage to the uh elderly and i got a quick question um, are you okay with people who eat meat so like they have a specific health condition and so, meat is the only alternative for them? Like what? Like what health condition? Like the the famous example is Jordan Peterson's carnivore diet where he has like a specific idiopathic arthritis autoimmune thing and he claims that eating meat alone is what cured that. Which I believe Sure. But, I, I don't know much about him. I, to my knowledge, he engaged in, I mean, when people eat nothing but meat, you're effectively engaging in an elimination diet. Right. It's the ultimate elimination diet, right? So who's to say what it really was that was causing the issue or or or, or helping? Is it the eating of meat or is it the eliminating of something else? I, I don't know. I don't know his personal story. We tend not to argue health because we are not health professionals. That's fair. That's respectable. It's it's health is such a nebulous with so many you know because people have different opinions of health despite scientific evidence, so it's very difficult to argue health. Right, people keep trying to tell me that hitting my vape is bad for me, and I just laugh at them. Hitting... Pop, popcorn lung. Hitting my vape. Yeah. Oh, oh, vaping. Vape. You're breathing in oil, right? See, I yes. am. I've got pure moderator energy. I tell people, you know what? If it's killing you, it's 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 up to you to kill yourself however you want, right? Lots right. of people do all kinds of weird things and put right. all kinds of strange stuff what in did, their body. So it's what like, did Lord what did Lord Denethor say to Pippin? Go and die in whatever way you see fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, amen. Yeah, I will. I I have a very strong opinion that I uh, I won't hold other people to. Uh, 
the standard that they have to live if uh, that's how I see that they have to do it. Uh, but that's uh, that's not something that I'm 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 going to debate on the channel. Don't you dare try to get me uh, <laughs> hold my feet to the fire on any opinions on that. So. Uh, or, uh, or just mail them. Uh, actually, this wasn't a super chat, but it was an interesting question just because it was exactly what Paul was kind of talking about when we decided that we were going to jump back into our Q&A. And I think it's going to spur on a little bit of discussion just because uh, Paul was interested in the whole plants idea. Uh, so, modern day debate. Question for the vegans. Would you stop a Venus flytrap from feeding? No. No. I, in the I, same way I, that we wouldn't stop a lion from feeding. Yeah. And I have a friend who's, I mean, this is just, uh, 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 what do you call it? Anecdotal. Anecdotal. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a friend who, who is very passionate about, uh, Venus fly traps and she is vegan. Um, uh, but she, she, they can survive on n not eating flies. Interesting. There, there's gotta be some sort of psychoanalytic angle there. She's vegan. So she's really in love with carnivorous plants somehow. But, Freud would have something to say about that, I'm sure. But, you know, again, that's like, that is the Venus flytraps. That's just the biology of the Venus flytrap. Who am I to go out there and start hacking away at Venus flytraps? You know, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, we try to be, we are already so invasive in this, in this, on this planet. We just put our feet everywhere, everywhere we walk everything we do you know so that's part of the also going back. yeah but it's kind of like isn't that our we evolved to do that so you could argue it's in our but just like mosquitoes those pests we're killing the plants. well that's fair but like we also have moral agency we have the ability to think about our actions and go is this right is this wrong do i need to do this do i not need to do this how how will this affect you others? know yeah it's it's like well, i don't know what a venus flytrap is thinking because they don't have a brain they don't think they act you know they act Stimuli. on sensors they yeah they 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 will close automatically if you put your finger in there you know so, so well if you hit my if you hit my knee with one of them things it'll automatically do that so we're just advanced venus flytraps at the end of the day yeah some people i i've seen videos of people putting cigarettes in venus flytraps do i think that's cruel well I don't think it's nice. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. You're it's, not. You're not causing them pain. But you're. But like, why destroy why would, a why Venus fly? Yeah, I just don't yeah. get the purpose. Interesting. Thanks for riffing off for a second there. I had a nature's call for a second. Uh, I had to step away. So, uh, without going into further detail for anybody, we're getting close to the end of our super chat. So, if you had any questions, you better get them in now because we're getting close to our wrap up. So, pseudonym for two dollars. Uh, great Jung vegans. Uh, is it okay to kill pests and not eat them? To kill pests and not eat them. I think they already answered that. You guys do not believe that insects should be killed wantonly. Right, correct. Yeah, I, I think mean, if, if they're... Actually, just last week, we had a little bee uh, thing going yeah. on in our... Uh, there was a just a 50 bees trying to get into our yeah, crawl I space. Think the, I think the queen was migrating and these bees were following her over to our attic yeah in our research we found that there are people uh who a, a bee man apparently on yelp uh removes hives and relocates them to 
uh, different places. Yeah, but, the bee lady but, on TikTok. She was on Joe uh, Rogan, I think. But all I had to do, I actually have, we have sage plants and I, I have dried sage. I just lit a bunch of sage on fire <laughs> and smoked them away. Yeah. And that was it. They never came back. They were deterred from the smoke. Yeah, I, bees I agree with. Like I said, bees are furry, so bees are on team sentience. But um, like wasps, I just don't see it. I, I like I I will. I don't know if you'll ever convince me to not take pleasure in watching a wasp nests a wasps nest burn. Well, it's something we, you should address, I think, with a pro professional. I mean, maybe like some deep seated trauma there from maybe. But I think I just understood the question. I think are they asking if if there if an animal is considered vermin, which is a label that we have applied based on their relationship to us, um, is it okay to then eat them? Is that what they're asking? I think they're asking, are we is it like is you, it okay to like eradicate mice from your house if you have an infestation or something? And we already addressed that. In, no, not eat them. They said oh, they said don't eat them. Oh, not eat them. Yeah. Like just kill them with just kill them and not eat them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Either way, no. <laughs> All right. Well, kill them with kindness, right? That's 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 what we say. No. Uh, I I I was so tempted to uh, to engage with the idea of the Amber Heard meme there, you know, and then he stepped on a bee, you know. Uh, but I I had to refrain. I had to refrain so the live chat can uh, <laughs> can just uh, live with that image. So let's continue on with our Q and A. Uh, keep them coming in, guys. Uh, I see a couple more are popping up, so uh, we'll keep answering as many questions as we have. So, uh, Mad though, five fifty. I know what the majority of crops are used for. I am vegan. I'm specifically asking about consumption of unnecessary luxury goods, coffee, etc. I like coffee. But are we okay with that? That's what they're asking. Like if, like if if you want, you know, that's the extra. Like if you're already vegan, so if you're like, oh, what's another? What's something more I could do yeah. to avoid? If you want to stop consuming coffee, then that's your prerogative. I mean, uh, I just I, wouldn't know where that. Again, I wouldn't know where that would end in the appeal to futility. Like it would be like you got to cut out coffee, and then you have to not live in a house, and then you have to not what do you step on ants. What when do you consider a luxury? That's also subjective. Yeah, very... You know, there are some people who. Uh, coffee's not necessarily a luxury. Yeah. I just, All right. I, and I kind of to just you would whittle that down to like you you should just not exist, and that would <laughs> maximize this the that would maximize the uh, the suffering that you alleviate. <laughs> that that wasn't the yeah, just stop existing just stop it right now. We're not uh, advocating, that's, that's, advocating that for that, but that's what <laughs> that would lead to. It just oh, you got me. Uh, I was gonna say there's a couple funny chats coming in, and then that just tipped me over. All right, uh, so uh, Gene C. Alicia, I'm sorry that I missed your uh, super chat there earlier. Um, and this actually rhymes. Uh, he says, "Honey and wool. How are these industries cruel?" Honey and wool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The wool industry is very cruel because the sheep are treated like objects, like commodities to extract. Uh, monetary gain out of so when sheep are sheared for wool it is very brutal very quick they have no regard for the sheep's well-being often they are injured they are mutilated they are so they sometimes they get gashed open and then they sew them back shut 
and they, they're just in yeah they're just in such a hurry to get all the fur off the animal as quick as they can and get it out the door um honey same thing queen bees often have their wings ripped off so that they can't escape um honey is the food source for the beehive um, so, so male humans... bees are smushed um, for their semen mm -hmm. in order to inseminate the bee the, the queen the queen um and then we just destroy that. I mean, we just take half their food. And then often at the end of the season, when the the bee, the honey farm, the bee farm is done, they just they just kill the hive anyway. Yeah, so it's people, just it's another it's exploitation. People like to say like, oh, well, they're you know, what if it's extra like who are we to know what extra honey is? And, you know, bees make as much honey as they need for the conditions that they live in. Uh, and, and granted, I'm not a bee expert from, but from what we've researched, you mm -hmm. know, they they do make extra honey for um, inclement weather, uh, for the winter, for example, and things like that. So, and that's their food. Can I just ask a question? Are you guys? You guys? I'm are you? I'm assuming you're not Christian. Are you Christian or are you religious? Um, I've been exploring that more and more recently. <laughs> uh, Christianity or? No, I I grew up Catholic. But I don't practice. Um, do I believe in God? I believe that there is a higher power. Yes. Uh, what that means for me right now, I'm sort of like, as as we're currently speaking, I've been exploring my spirituality. Totally. So, now I feel extra bad respect. for my one inappropriate joke for the evening. But Paul, you had to say, you know, it's the second coming of Christ, and. I had to say, ladies, watch out for him in your DMs. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's, there's no going back now. I already we hear the booze. But... We hear the booze from <laughs> oh. the chat all the way from here. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'll never recover. How will I ever recover from this? All right. This has been a lot of fun, honestly. I don't know if Gigi is going to be able to make it back because uh, I know that she's got somebody there who's getting up pretty early and her phone may have died. So uh, we may just continue on as we are. Uh, we got a couple more super chats that came in. So uh, we may as well rock what we got and uh, keep it rolling. So yeah, when when Godless's girls, a Godless girl's roommate came in and said, I got to work in 3.30. I felt like that one meme where the lady walks by and she's like and they were roommates and then the phone turns to him and he's like and they were roommates so sorry if people get the reference they'll laugh but well we're not online enough to get some of that's that. fair that's fair that's we're a boomers. sign of health to be honest so <laughs> it's probably a better thing right all right let's continue on so uh nominal member for six months awesome thanks for being a member a sucker for punishment just like the rest of us uh i like somebody like you for two dollars says uh anna and brian do you have any pets i think we've seen one of them actually you want to hold we them do. up currently we There's do one right here she's just behind this come emmy Oh, oh, don't step, don't there. step on the don't keyboard. Step there. <laughs> don't do it, cat. Yes, don't we do. We currently live with cats. We've also had uh, rescue chickens that we live with as well. And, uh, and now we have a, a garden snail. Very nice. I've been trying to coax my cat to come back because he got out the other week and he has just been having a heyday outside. And I'm like, every freaking day out there on the doorstep, neighbors looking at me like, there's Ryan again, shaking the bag of the cat food, right? Being like, Cosmo, come back, Cosmo. God. <laughs> oh, man. And, and we rescued all of our animals and please spay and neuter your animals. 
This yeah, mine's Bob a rescue Barker, too. Man. Bob Barker uh, declaration. No, that's awesome. I think it's great to rescue pets, <clears throat> give them a, give them a good home, second chance at life. Mm-hmm. That's a very sweet thing to do. Uh, you know, just just like we are, you know, giving all of the super chats to worldwide orphans today, uh, which is important too. That uh, we make sure that we take care of our young humans. Oh so get your super chats in there because uh, they're all going to be don- donated to the charity, and that is, I think, entirely worth the super chat. Uh, am I wrong? I don't know. Don't donate and uh, let me guilt you some more. All right, so. Let's continue on. Sunflower, you've been a member for over a year. An even bigger sucker for punishment. We love you. All right, welcome. You're with your people. $10. Vegans, you shrugged off the question about nutrition before supplements, but doesn't your livelihood and worldview rely on it? If supplements weren't available to you, would you eat animal products? Supplements are available to us. So why yeah, why do we have to pretend we live in a pre-supplement world? I don't think we shrugged it up off. We simply said that yeah. supplements are not a vegan thing per se. Like the so the supplement industry uh, wasn't dependent on. But I believe like what three percent of the world is vegan. Yeah, maybe the like number's maybe a little five. maybe five. So it's not like uh, <laughs> supplements are not essential to a vegan lifestyle. I mean, to my I would knowledge, say B12. Unless you, unless you eat fortified foods, but that's technically B twelve and D is what vegan, uh, plant based doctors recommend for everyone. Yeah, because most people work. You know, we spend more time indoors now than we ever have, Um, and some countries don't even get. uh, You know, people who live up in um, Washington, Seattle, for example, places that where it's cloudier, uh, not getting as much sun vitamin d is a good idea mm-hmm. and b12 we over uh just one second Paul. Sanitize. we over sanit we over sanitize our produce we don't drink water from wells anymore you know that's that's good we've evolved ways to keep ourselves dis- keep getting it- cholera Come- yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so uh, just to inject here, uh, some flowers in our live chat right now, and uh, they seem a little upset because uh, they don't feel like you're uh, addressing their question. I'll just question. restate it. Uh, and and I, think, I think, Sunflower, if I'm not wrong, uh, what you are implying is that, you know, like most people, depending on what era and what world you're living in, you know, majoritively we're going to abide by the rules of that era, supposedly in that hypothetical. So I think I, I think I understand your answer, but I think they're looking for something a little bit more direct. So uh, Sunflower, I'm going to do what I can to uh, uh, to clarify this. So for ten dollars, um, they said uh, you shrugged off the question about nutrition before supplements. But doesn't your livelihood and worldview rely on it? If supplements, I think the main thing they want to know is if supplements weren't available to you, would you eat animal products? But they are. Yeah, yeah I mean, the thing. I you're, you're baking the answer into the question. You're saying if you had no other choice but to eat animals, would you eat animals? And I would reply with, well, do I have another choice? And you would say no. And so I said, well, okay, like, I guess, like, but... How does that affect the way we behave in 2023 when we do have an abundance of plant-based foods and and fortified foods and supplementation? Like, it just doesn't follow that like, oh, if it were 1863, things would be different. Yes, 
but it's not. All right. Well, Sunflower, that's, uh, that, that is the best that we're going to get out of your question for tonight. If you had another question, uh, you can pop it into the uh, Super Chats there. Uh, but uh, I don't want you to be spamming the old live chat there because uh, I'll put you on a little timeout if I have to. Uh, so uh, uh, calm down. Calm down. It'll be okay. And we'll get, we'll get around. So <laughs> uh, pseudonym, $5. At uh, Meat Eater. I don't know if any has watched Soylent Green. Would you be okay, vegans, if that was the only means of food through overpopulation slash whatever pro cannibalism? Oh. Oh, okay. You're asking if vegans are pro cannibalism? I think that's a hard no. If any has watched Soylent Green? Uh, do you know what Soylent Green is? Soylent Green is people. You never seen that with, with, with Charlton Heston? <laughs> it just breaks yeah, right into science, song. Science fiction movie where they realize that. Don't get us sued by Disney now. Hold on. <laughs> so sorry. Go ahead there, Brian. Uh, I believe it's a reference to a science fiction movie where, in some sort of a dystopian future, humans are ground up and fed to other humans uh, unknowingly to the alive humans, kind of like in The Matrix, where. Mm -hmm the dead humans are ground up and fed in intravenously back to the humans that are in pods. But uh, <laughs> I, are we for that? No. Is that the question? I, I, I think once again, this is a hypothetical, um, based hypothet on, we try, we try to stay away from hypotheticals. It really kind of frustrates me that that is the way we, that is a form of deflection because, yeah. and we're actually making a video about deflection, uh, yeah. very soon because we come across this a lot it, hypotheticals are all are very rarely useful. Uh, we try to go by real world scenarios, you yeah. know? So if we lived in a world that where humans where we have no other choice but to eat other humans i mean where would that world exist i don't know and again you're baking the answer into the question if you have no other choice to do another thing then you have no other choice than to do the thing uh so yeah uh, we, we we are more interested i mean and I, I understand like you guys have what like questions and you're curious um but how does that help how does that help you? I want to know, like, are yeah, you asking the eater. are you asking the question as a, like, you know, trying to like gotcha, or or is it going going to help you actually? I don't know. Sort of like make, green make, though. Make changes in your life or. Alrighty. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, we got a few more super chats to go. Uh, so uh, if you got any other questions, you better get them in now because we're soon going to wrap up. Nominal, thank you for your six-month membership. $2. Your cat isn't vegan, right? Right? Sure, I think they uh, may have missed the earlier... Uh, part of the debate where you'd already clarified that. Uh, so yeah. maybe... Uh, for interest's sake, uh, for our live chat, if you could explain maybe how you would square that if somebody was to look at you and say, okay, you feed your cat meat products, is that, uh, a, you know, something that would be, uh, you, you know, a moral, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, <laughs> if that's that would, something that's uh, that you would be morally obligated not to do as far as what this debate topic's concerned. So uh, uh, with that lens, I'll hand it back over to you. 
yeah, we we I think we made three videos or something about this, and people continue to bring it up. Um, mostly vegans. Mostly vegans, but as the rescuers of these animals, it is our moral responsibility to care for them to the best of our ability according to their needs. So we have spoken to multiple veterinarians and in Los Angeles, we can tell you veterinarians are no stranger to vegan cats and vegan dogs. Um, they are sympathetic to, to vegan human companions and open to, the, to talking about the topic. And our primary care veterinarian and other veterinarians that we've talked to have all said that the most healthy, nutritious diet to feed these animals is a raw meat diet. That is what they are designed to eat. That is what they will thrive on. That is what will keep them healthiest. And that is our responsibility as their companion, is to do what's best for them. All right. Any uh any thoughts on that, Paul, or uh, do you want to continue? No, let the cat eat tuna. They're obligate carnivores. I mean, we, we're, we're, not. we're not. We're not. We don't pretend to want, you know, I think, and again, along the same, because I, I really like bringing this up again, because it's along that same logic of let's kill all carnivores. We think that these kinds of things are not going to have a much greater disastrous effect uh, if we if we want to pretend to change an obligate carnivore's biology because of our morals, um, I think that's again anthropocentric. Um, we we can't we shouldn't. You know, it's it's like it's like saying and people are like, oh well, there's vegan uh, cat food out there, so why not? Uh, we to me that's the equivalent of disguising like if, if a rabbit if you were to feed meat to a rabbit disguised as carrots you yeah, know change the flavor of it to make them crave it yeah. yeah yeah again we don't discriminate you know animals are who they are and they eat what they eat and we, we are we are the moral agents yeah and we, we can, we can make a choice not to do that Alrighty, and coming in for Mad though five fifty specifically for a person for whom coffee is a luxury, are they justified in consuming it, and is it causing unnecessary harm? I feel like we've answered this twice now. We, I, we've already think... said that, like, yeah, it's a plant. We're harvesting plants. We there will be some deaths associated with the harvesting but again for someone who for for someone who it is a luxury yeah and if, if they want to make that choice if you would like to eliminate coffee from your diet by all means do that do we think that you have to in order to be vegan no all righty and last super chat from what i can see oh another one just popped in never mind that's a lie don't don't make too many liars of me. All right. Uh, pseudonym says, I don't know why vegans can't answer. Today, you can live in mud. Um. Okay. Could we live in mud? In, in a mud hut? In a mud hut, Is baby. that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> we could also just not exist if we wanted to. I mean, 
there's a lot of appeals to futility mm -hmm. in today's Q and A. It's like, okay, but you know, here's the thing. Again, going back to how we try to advocate to people to try yeah. to to change their their eating <laughs> habits and behavior. If we were to go around telling people to go live in mud huts, how practicable would that be? How successful would we be yeah. at trying to uh, change what happens to the animals? Right. You know, the the primary reason we're farming animals is for people to eat. Yeah, seems like a lot and of like it is technicalities. The, the animal, the byproducts, by, animal byproducts are used in fertilizer construction, other products, what have you. That we if, can't control. That yeah, and if we reduced the demand of animals for food, then we would most likely also find alternative ways to produce drywall, for example. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that stuff's nasty. I've worked with that. Uh, I hear you there. Uh, so let's see. Uh, last one from Pseudonym, uh, unless another one pops in. Uh, let's see. Uh, vegans, how do you take carnivore out of omnivore? You get the one raised eyebrow on that one. Um, How do we take carnivore out of omnivore? I don't know what that means. So uh, I, I, I suppose that means because omnivore is supposedly, um, not supposedly, but omnivores can thrive omnivores on. can eat both. Can eat both. Yeah. Um, I, but humans can also eat just plants and be perfectly healthy. So. I mean. We're not carnivores. <laughs> And here, here it is again with the, because I'm not a biologist, but I know that there are people out there who feed their, their dogs plant-based diets. Now, I think dogs are considered omnivores as mm -hmm. opposed to cats. Um, dogs. Oh, oh boy. Sorry about that. Or... That's <laughs> all good. Cat, or cat just knocked over. Um, how how do you take the car like I, I don't know I'm unclear what the I question is. I think you can't if if you're an omnivore, I believe you can sur subsist survive on either. On either yeah. is my understanding. But but um that's not to say that we are that we are omnivores. <laughs> yeah. I mean as, we as don't we, we don't even as we previously Yeah, we don't even produce our own vitamin C. That's how much like fruits and vegetables we we're consuming is that like that ability to produce vitamin C just went away because we were consuming so much produce. All right. Well, like, thank you. And uh, what we can do just before we close it off, uh, if you guys want, uh, did you have any closing thoughts? We can do up to one minute uh, closing statements here uh, to close out the show. If you want to let everybody know where they can find you and uh, what you, how, how you felt about how tonight's discussion went, uh, I'll give you up to a minute on each side. And uh, sorry to Godless Girl, uh, you must have crashed out. Your phone died. I know you'd warned us about that. Uh, we appreciate you being here and having the discussion. So uh, lots of love in the live chat for Godless Girl tonight uh, for having this discussion. Uh, let's, uh, uh, let's kick it over to uh, Anna and Brian for up to a minute uh, for closing thoughts. And uh, let us know where, you can, uh, where we can find you. Yeah, well, you know, we've been doing this now for seven years um like yeah we have uh, our channel is those annoying vegans on youtube uh that is our primary and only social media outlet mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh you know pop in whenever we put a we put
put up a video weekly. Uh, and yeah, we just, you know, if you ever have questions, feel free to drop a line. Um, and, and you know, a lot of the time we, we know we get, where was I going with this? I think ultimately what we want to advocate is do, I know self-reflection is a difficult, challenging thing for us as humans, as it requires us to look within and really, really analyze is if our values align with our actions. Um, and I encourage you to do that, you know, just like it's really, I like having these debates because we're encouraging an exchange of ideas that is very productive. Uh, but just the same, you know, we, we should look internally and really, really ask ourselves the hard questions. Um, anything to add? Uh, no, just thank you for the opportunity to be here again. Um, nice, very nice to meet you, Ryan and Paul. And to engage in this topic again with Godless Girl, we appreciate the opportunity. So thank you. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you fellows on. Uh, you know, we hope to see you again and have uh, lots of fruitful discussions. Uh, you know, it was very amicable, uh, and I appreciated uh, y your, uh, yeah, your your demeanor in this uh, discussion. Uh, over to you, uh, PF Jung, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get your closing thoughts there for up to a minute. Yeah, I enjoyed this. This is the first, like I said, opportunity to talk to some vegans. I have uh, some food for thought to chew on. No pun intended. Um, what's that? Where's my snare drum? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I, I am wildly against, at least I think I am just to, to honest point, we have to determine whether our values align with our actions. I like to think I'm very against, um, factory farming, uh, but I know I do not live a life that is completely conducive to that belief. So I have to weigh that against other beliefs and it, becomes a complicated thing. So um, I definitely think um, I might do some meatless Mondays uh, um, and move incrementally because um, I was doing that after I saw that documentary. So um, I do think it's uh, I'm glad we had this conversation. And uh, yes, my name is Paul. I have a YouTube channel called PF Young. I don't talk about veganism. I don't think ever. It's mostly... Uh, whatever the most controversial issues are of the time. Because fundamentally, I'm concerned about uh, polarization in the world and uh, how this vegan stuff fits in is like, well, I'm concerned about polarization, but that doesn't mean that justifies ignoring other problems like animal abuse. So that's what I think. All right. You want to tell uh, our audience where they can find you? Yes. P.F. Young on YouTube. I think I have, uh, and then Twitter as well. All right, excellent. Well, thank you everybody for being here. Thank you to our live chat and keeping it uh, keeping it friendly, keeping it chill. Um, I guess I got my guitar here, so I'll play us off uh, for our closer here. Uh, thank you, Anna, Brian, Godless Girl, who's not here, but we appreciate you, and of course, uh, PF Jung for being here. Uh, lots of love for you guys in the live chat, and we hope to see you guys again. Uh, all right, so I'm going to grab the uh, the old instrument. Uh, you guys can uh, hang out if you want uh, or drop out, but uh, we'll see everybody in the live chat next time. Take care, everyone.